I, I believe this is episode seven. Let me check That's real quick. Let me make sure just in case. One, two, three, four, five, and six. There, there it is. Uh, I wonder what I'm gonna name this one. And she's back. Sorry, y'all. I had some things I did. <laughs> okay. Um, hello, we're here with another episode of Convos with Keese. Um, I'm, I'm Keish. I'm your host. I'm here with Fatima today, and we're going to get started. We have a few things before we get started. Uh, first, some updates with the logo. I had just changed the podcast logo. I wanted to make it specifically for the podcast instead of having the brand logo, and I had also made some changes with the brand logo. Uh, it was QC Studios. Um, I changed it to QC Studio, uh, Keese's Corner Studio. It's, it just sounds more aesthetically pleasing. Um, how did you pick the wanted, color? The color on like how did you decide like this is what I want to look like? Because for me, I like everything, so it's hard for me to be like, I'm done. Honestly, it was an accident. Um, when I was making the logo. I had started with a specific pen, and then as I was making it, I had liked the design, and I wanted to change it to a, a darker blue, but with the black background, I feel like that contrast with the lighter yeah. blue just makes it look a little bit more aesthetically pleasing. Um, right there, it says studios. I, on the other episodes, I had changed it to studio just for whatever. I might actually change it to the podcast logo later. Um but yeah, so then the locations for the podcast um, or where you can find the podcast, I put a link on Instagram. I just moved everything to my personal Instagram. I'm not going to do the most and make multiple pages only because it's just too much. Y'all lazy. I'm lazy. Let's just be lazy together and find it uh, on my page. It's underscore Perry, P-A-R-R-E-Y underscore. I hope that's the right thing. I have I always forget my Instagram. Your own handle. <laughs> I read my Instagram all the time, but... I'm assuming that's right. And then um, possibly I'll be starting at Twitter just to give a little bit more context to the podcast. So you have a little bit more idea of my ideas and how I come across um, with certain uh, aspects of my personality, I guess. With podcasting, um, a lot of people who are into it, the mainstream podcasters, podcasts have an identity already. You already know who Joe Rogan is. You know who Joe Budden is. Um, you know who Steven Seagal I'm just saying random mm-hmm. names at this point but you know who these people are so when they put something out you um, kind of know what to expect so kind of Twitter may help with that a little bit but we'll see we have to get there before I actually uh, commit to doing that um, but yeah so the next thing we have to do is the recap we just wanted to go over a few things um that we felt like we liked about the past few episodes um, and some things that we didn't like about the past few episodes. So first, let's start with the likes. You know what I'm saying? Like Joe Budden says, to start with some love. Um, so <laughs> with the episodes and conversations, there was two episodes that I enjoyed. It was the first episode and the fourth episode. The first episode was with uh, you, Fatima, and uh, mm-hmm. Coop, and myself. Uh, and it was our first episode. I felt like... We it went oddly well for our first episode. I you thought it was to, oddly. I oddly. feel like we're one thing I like about this in particular is like the people. Like I mess with all the people, so it's like it's just us talking. So I didn't think it was gonna be that bad. Cause I feel like we could sit and talk for hours. Honestly, we can sit and talk. But for I guess hours. that makes it a little messy though. Like. Yeah, we can talk like some things you don't really need to be exactly. <laughs> talking about. For sure, I, I feel like 
we can literally go on for hours and hours, but to have a structured podcast, a structured format, um, for the first time trying that, it went kind of well. Like, okay, we're going to talk yeah. about this, and we have to kind of stick to those things to kind of make sure that the conversation isn't as broad as it could be uh, if we're just uh, spewing out whatever we want to spew. Um, but it was still dope. Like, we didn't do the best job of, like, kind of containing the conversation. However, I felt like the conversation, the points that we hit, I liked them a lot. Uh, we had talked about, what, like, differences. The whole first episode. Because we kind of, like, just, I feel like the first episode was, like, understanding who we were. And it was interesting because, like, we all know each other. But, like, we literally would just introduce ourselves. I think we had talked about, like our family set up and like where we're from and just like again the fact that we're all so different but still managed to be at georgetown having like when we look at it almost very similar experiences on this scope so it was just nice to like for sure like i definitely appreciated us kind of introducing ourselves to everybody with the, like the cultural differences like where we grown up and how we kind of thought a little bit or the things that affected how we thought and how we became who we are but all the topics that we talked about, I really enjoyed just... I just uh, realized, like, how like we did porn. We had went kind of hard on the first episode. That was so dang. We had, like... It was, it was just dope, though. Um, everything that we talked about. Uh, I'm not remembering specifically, but porn, YouTube, the cultural differences. There was one more or two more that um, I really enjoyed talking about. I feel like the conversation was just as authentic as we could be. Um, and, yeah... Uh, yeah, I like those topics because um, I feel like some conversations lend itself to be more like a feminine conversation or more masculine conversation. Like we just talking about things that literally mm. anyone could talk about. And it's sometimes nice to just hear another perspective that I literally never get. So like, sure. I don't think I sit and talk about porn with niggas like that. I don't. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah, we're, it was funny what you said about the male and female perspective. We're definitely going to get on that a little bit later in one of our topics. Uh, because there's, I think that the difference between men and women, how we think, uh, is perpetuated through our actions in the world, regardless of if it's um, uh, social norms that we kind of perpetuate mm -hmm. or the things that we really don't talk about or acknowledge as uh, men or women that kind of shape men and women, if that makes sense. That, yeah. And so the other thing I enjoyed was the fourth episode. It was uh, me, you, and Mariama. Uh, just the dynamic of that conversation was pretty dope. Even though it was like one guy and two girls, the dynamic was... It wasn't bad. Ariana got that, but that, she got that, that energy. energy. You know, I'm like very like... Yeah, like, Mariana's like no. <laughs> no Mariana was Hard. definitely bold. Uh, it's that New York energy. New York is just different, um, and so they come off just way more fluid in their conversation, and they have their opinions, and their opinions are their opinions. Yeah, I was gonna say so, that. Like they, like Mariana, I I don't know what she said. Maybe it was about when she was gonna get married or marriage or something. And we're very like, I feel like we're more loose about it. Like. Like, we don't really know. Like, we want to get, we want that, but it's not something like, I'm definitely going to get married. I'm definitely going to do this. Like, nah, she's like, no, that's the plan. What do the you mean? Marriage. Like, that's, that's for, it. for sure. She <laughs> was like, I need this, this, and this specifically. Um, I feel like we have those guidelines, but we don't have the entire plan now. <laughs> she has yeah, that entire plan. What was going on. So, um, yeah, and then some conversations that we've had that I enjoyed is uh, the Corona conversation, even though I had talked about it for basically every fucking episode before this. I just like talking about shit that's interesting in the sense that it's something that we're all dealing with, one. Two, 
it's something that's a little bit weird to Foreign, deal like just with. It came out the cut. It came no, out the cut. Out of nowhere. Like, we was bullshitting with it, and it just came out of nowhere, and we had to deal with it. Uh, also, just how it kind of affected everybody in a different way. Poor, old, rich, young. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just affected everybody in an odd way, and so... I just wanted to discuss that every chance I got, but I promise we're gonna stay away from it unless you say bad. that. But like something, there's about to be, and you don't want to talk about Corona, but like literally, like I'm just thinking <laughs> about it. They're about to open every today. I think they opened up everything yeah. in DC open. I'm sure stores yeah. aren't actually opening today. It's the 29th. It was, I think it was yesterday, the 28th. 29th. Uh, it might have been the 29th. So I'm sure like stores aren't opening because they're not ready, but like. What does that look like? That's literally a mess. Like, yeah, it's just it's like it's a It's because we have, like, kind of transitioned our lives from, okay, we're out and about. You can do pretty much anything you want within the law, obviously, um, to being inside the house. And you can't go to your favorite restaurant. You can't go hang out in your favorite spot. You can't even go to the park and, like, sit down because people either look at you weird I didn't or know, it was just I didn't know that we were supposed there. to be at parks until I read, I read DC's Phase 2. And then that bitch said, like, parks. <laughs> like, I'm and like, I'm in the They was like, no. I'll but, be riding my bike around and I go sit in the park. No, I, I, but I think it's okay if you're, like, by your lonesome. Okay. Like, you can just not li- allow people to go, take runs yeah. and be outside. Like, you're going to make us stay in the house. That's a little bit of extra because there's nothing to prove that it's as contagious to the point where we can't be around each other in that effect. Like when I'm running around, I definitely make my space and, and go around people. Um, but any large groups and stuff like that, I'm obviously trying to avoid that. Um, but yeah, let's let's move on. So another con- other conversations that I like like included uh, astrology, religion, um, and all the topics from episode one, like uh-huh. I said. But yeah, like just. The, the kind of intersectionality between astrology, this belief system based upon the universe of the world and um, religion, this this ideology that came from kind of man-made or, or man's thought that kind of projected this higher being, um, which have so many crosses with their belief system. Oh, this is how it's supposed to be. This is how you're supposed to conduct your life. Uh, rather that be through looking at whatever posts or reading the Bible or reading whatever religious text. Um, but yeah, those are some of the things I liked. Did you like any specific aspects of the whole process or how we've been doing things? Like I how- liked with the process that um, I feel like every time we tried a different tactic as to have topics, but like the goal is to always mm-hmm. be like super authentic with the conversation. Mm-hmm. So like in the beginning, I feel like we started out, like the beginning episodes were so fun because we would sit for like, two hours three hours like just talking about all the things that we were already going to talk about it still had enough to talk about when the time came to record it was like five (laughs) or six hours so like that was fun but it was like okay no that's an exhausting process like you can't be having three hour hangouts before every single episode and then like it was fun when people who weren't like a part of like because now it's like this is like this isn't my thing but like i feel very much a part of it so like seeing people come in then like how their personalities like interact with what i know you have going on and like the topics they bring in like mariam i think brought in some like good topics and just like yeah it's also refreshing because they're like friends so i'm also excited to meet people who i don't know yeah and like really that's like a real challenge like that's that's the thing i feel like the dynamics with who we bring in kind of change the podcast every time because the conversation kind of revolves around who's in the conversation. And so what I like about 
everybody being able to come with their own topics is you have something passionate to talk about. Like, I think that's definitely going to be the rule. If you want to be on the podcast, you got to come with at least one topic uh, only because I'm making the podcast because I, I enjoy talking about specific things. And when I hear other podcasts, I just... I'm like, oh, I really don't care about that. I don't care about such and such relationship. I don't care about such and such politician. It isn't a politician no more that's writing a book. Like, I don't, I don't care about that um, at this specific moment. So I want to talk about things that I enjoy. So when somebody come on, I think that's pretty dope when they have like, oh, I want to talk about this. These are my ideas. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And they can kind of lead the conversation in a way that they kind of uh, thought about it or idealized it. Um, but yeah, like. I think the problem with a lot of... I don't think it's a problem because obviously these podcasts are successful. They're mainstream for a reason. However, uh, with mainstream comes kind of the responsibility to stay mainstream. You have like an obligation to talk about all the things that are in the news or that's kind of cracking only because that's that's your job. Like you're in the know, so you have to talk about everything else in yeah. the know. Um, which is unfortunate. However, this is this is why we're here. We're gonna talk about whatever, whatever fuck we feel like talking about. Um, so now let's get to the critiques because everything was in all uh, cherries and pies. So first, with the specific episodes or conversations, I I think that episode five and three they could have been better. So three, I think that was with I. Th- believe that was with you put up all of them not all of them i had uh only picked out a you put the loud one on there seven no okay yeah that's what i was gonna say that would have been a big that was episode two (laughs) or that was like the third one that we tried i there was a few that just uh didn't make the cut basically out of like seven i think last week or two weeks ago i had picked five of them and um yeah, there was, there was some that just didn't make the cup. But out of the ones that did make the cup, it was like three and five. Three, I think it was... I think that was with uh, Rob, Mimi. That was an awkward... It was just, that it was was just an awkward, awkward conversation. But I just think also, I don't think that they had anything really like to talk about on their own. Yes. So I th- like that's clear, like you need a topic to talk about. It's, and I feel like that's why everybody needs a topic. If they're going to come, if you want to be on a podcast, or if, if I offer you, because I think I had offered them only to kind of broaden the conversation yeah. a little bit um and they was kind of talking about the topics that i wanted to talk about the topics that i found interesting they were just like kind of giving their little um their little takes on it but they really didn't have a passion or something really to say about it because it's like really whatever um but then five that episode was so funny because I felt I wasted so much time arguing about something that was completely shallow. The The argument was so shallow that... See, but I also think... The reason why I don't know if it's, like, bad to argue sometimes... I'm very big on, like, I'm not going to give up until I think you understand what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't understand what I'm saying, I'm arguing for no reason because you clearly don't... Like, you're not getting my vocabulary. You're not getting my line of reasoning. Mm-hmm. So, we're arguing, but I didn't lose because you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wait, why Why does that have to be All that to say. <laughs> no, it's not even about the competition aspect of it, but just, like, the... I'm not going to leave an argument after like you don't get what I'm saying. Sure. Like, so, with that being said, I think what we had, like, it was the common sense conversation and then... The relationships conversation and we started arguing about like what a relationship was and i'm like you don't have to be in love with somebody for you to classify that a relationship i just feel like i don't know if it was like who 
Maybe this was the one we didn't post, but yeah, yeah, I don't think we posted. That it one. just was like we're arguing about like semantics. Whereas if exactly. you just if you just accepted my semantics and then thought about what I was saying, then we can move on. But but then that's also because you're kind of putting the responsibility for them to see your perspective, but you're not trying to see their perspective. I think no, I'm saying I want both of us to be able. To, I'm not leaving an argument unless I see what you say. You see what I'm saying for for sure. But I think the reason why I made this podcast is to have your own opinion so with the arguments that come i feel like we should be able to at some point be like oh okay like we just can agree to disagree mm-hmm. only because like we have different opinions as everybody has in the world and we can't like kind of force somebody to see our perspective because no matter how hard we try for somebody to hear what we're saying they may not just believe or think that we're right That's you know true. what i mean and so i feel like Sometimes we just go off into a tangent of just like, oh no, I'm right and you're wrong. Or, so how do you oh, know now? See when my you let point. It go. You gotta specifically see my. You know, I don't know. I think it's gonna just come with practice. But like, right, I, we're just gonna have to. <laughs> like I just be like, I, right, we're gonna be wrong, <laughs> honestly, because that's how you end you really the topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, those were those uh, episodes. But with some self observations, some self critiques that I have was just. I feel like I have a weird breaks in my uh, speech, like the ums and the uh, ahs and just repeating some things if I feel like I said it wrong. Um, I just think I feel like I think I have to work on that only because it just sounds weird. I have an expectation of how I want to sound. So when I hear it again, it just sounds so awkward to me, mm-hmm. um, which is like terrible. Like expectations always kind of fuck up um, whatever I put out or whatever art yeah. that you do. Uh, and it's kind of better. And I'm. It's kind of better to just do it, and I'm also learning to just put that shit out because it just is what it is. I said going with what you were saying about like um your voice and stuff like that. I'm very like my voice is always something I think about. I'm very critical about it, especially being an actress and like a singer and things like that. I can hear, I can hear and see everything sometimes. So it's like I just know. So I have like my my white people voice, and I felt like I started out the podcast with like. (laughs) My white people voice, but it's my my like presenting voice, you know. Yeah. So that's how I know like this podcast. Every syllable. In particular, <laughs> like I've been myself in this setting because I think I had just like gone to a random like I because there's a lot to watch, so I was just going through random like stuff, and I'm like I sound pretty like normal. Like I feel like I'm sounding like how I talk with like my friends and like, but I, I feel like it takes getting there in yeah. conversations. For sure, it's it's definitely gonna take practice only because. Everybody always see the product or you see somebody put out a movie, you see somebody put out their art, uh, whether that's drawing, dancing, whatever. You see the product, you see what they produce, but you don't see the build up to that. You don't see how long they worked on that. You don't see all the struggles that they had to get to that point. You just kind of see like the perfection. That's kind of a result of like Instagram and social media and like the microwave generation that we're in that everything is expected to be perfect immediately. And we, we're going to get into like the expectations that uh, this era has kind of put on us. Um, but yeah, it, it's just been so dope to kind of like learn for myself, hearing myself say things and like, oh, I don't remember saying that. Like, maybe I shouldn't say it. Like, I remember I was talking about like, uh, yeah, I agree. We had a conversation <laughs> about, I don't want to repeat it because it's the one people searching for. They're going to be like, what? These niggas saying what? But well, fuck it. Like, we were just talking about like uh, the weird things we had did as a kid. I'm like, bro, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> it just is what it is. Like, niggas, if niggas hear it, then they go no. If not, then they don't. I, I feel like when you, I think this is a critique, and I don't know yeah. how big of a deal this might be, but 
because we all know each other, I feel like we just bring up stories, like, yes. as if, like, <laughs> <laughs> everybody know. And then once you get so deep in the story, you're like, fuck, like, I actually did not want to bring that up. Like, damn. <laughs> and I'm going back, like, I don't hope this person don't listen to this and have questions. Like, yes. Yeah, I'm just like, you know what I'm no, I'm no just trying to do something for fun. No, no, for <laughs> That's, it's, it's definitely gets like mixed up with like, okay, what should I say and what I shouldn't say. However, it's it's kind of hard when you're trying to be authentic, uh, which kind of is convoluted uh, it's in its own sense or kind of intuitive. But I feel like preparation is probably the best key is like how we've kind of made a transition from having a whole bunch of topics to having concrete three, four, five topics yeah, that we can talk about. Um, as well as kind of doing a little bit less preparation, but having the script and or topics just being concrete. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we know, okay, we're not going to go to that point. I can kind of think about what I'm going to talk about. So I won't go into those kind of embarrassing areas because not everything should be said um, or not everything <laughs> needs to be shared with, you know what I mean? Random people that's listening. Um, but yeah, like uh, another critique or or observation that I had about the podcast was um, kind of the number of people. I've been kind of gauging the dynamic of the number of people that's in the conversation. I was surprised. I surprisingly enjoy uh, the podcast by myself where I was talking to myself because I kind of like went carefree and, and kind of got into a rhythm at some point. Um, but the conversation with just us two, uh, it was the last one or two I think I did. Um, oh, you did those entirely by yourself? Yeah, right. actually, it might have just been one. I think the first one that I did, I didn't put out. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, yeah, it was just one. It was the last one. It's called Solo Dodo. But the number of people that are in the podcast definitely plays a part in the length and kind of again, like how the conversation flows. And so I'm still trying to gauge. Like, okay, is three the cap? Should three be the cap to the number of people that we have on the podcast? Only so everybody has uh, something to say one like they're able to say something they have mm-hmm. something minimal, meaningful to say and have enough time excuse me damn have enough time to say it peanut butter always <laughs> like burp I, I like if peanut butter acidic i swear to god it has to be um uh-huh. but yeah so i feel like my opinion is like there's a cap but i think that you have a really good skill at like managing just people like I feel like I've seen you in like team settings. You can still be yourself in team setting, have conversation team settings, random people settings, like two people groups. You be by yourself and have fun. Like I feel like you can. You might want to pick a way to do it in like a like a traditional. But if you like, you're. I think you're a good conversationalist. Conversationalist to like switch it up, however yeah. you want. But I don't know what the people and you don't even give a fuck about what the people think. So. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, but we're, we're going to learn as we go. And, yeah, that's the little critiques of whatever we had. That was quite longer than I thought it was going to be. That was like 20 minutes, which which is uh, some time. But let's go on to the topics. First, let's um, let's keep it deep. You know what I mean? Let's uh, transition from the little joking jokes we had to this, this deep shit we finna get into. <laughs> um, but the first topic is... Black Lives Matter, or basically just racism against black people in America. Everything that we've seen on the news, black people being killed, black people kind of being overregulated in this time of pandemic. 
Um, I know the guy in Georgia. I didn't even know like um, I think I believe his name was Auburn, rest in peace, that died in Georgia. I didn't know one that was in Georgia and two that was like six months ago. Or, it was or a while months. ago. It was a while ago. And I think the only reason why they knew about it was because either the video released and they used that as like to figure it out or someone like that videotaped or was around like said something. But yeah, like that's definitely some beef like, oh I'm oh, I'm snitching that you killed me. Like, <laughs> like, I'm snitching like <laughs> that reminds me of some Tiger King shit, not to make fun of the situation. <laughs> Bro, I, I forgot to say I really like that episode too because Tiger King was fucking hilarious. I love talking about funny shit. Uh, but the Black Lives Matter stuff or like just the black issues that are going on, it seemed like they've been kind of hyperactive in kind of the pursuit towards uh, uh, oppressing black people as well as people's reaction to it. People have been on the internet. To clarify, you're saying the focus is on like basically showing the oppression and showing the reaction. So like the so the environment or atmosphere is hyperactive yeah. in the sense that black people are kind of being attacked more I feel like or the focus has been kind of on black people a little bit more as well as people's attention on social media and platforms that kind of give people voices have been okay like i'm gonna say this and i have to give this opinion and stuff like that which is interesting because at the beginning of this whole corona shit they was making tiktoks talking about black i don't like black women or tiktoks like these are niggers and like adeline and then they had switched to like all black women love but the internet is so shit. Like, I swear to God. I'm, like, very much over it. It's I thought we'll talk so about it, but, like, my thing about what you're saying about, like, the... It's an upward in oppression. Mm-hmm. And it's an upward and people want to talk about it. Like, with all the things going it's on trendy. recently, and um, I think it's... Is it Minneapolis? The man who couldn't breathe because he was kneeling on his neck? I think it was you, in Florida. No, he, I think he lives in Florida. Or, uh, yeah, I think it is Minneapolis or, like, Minnesota. Minnesota like, something like that. Something like that. Oh, I can't tell you off if you say so. I can't. I can sing it. I can sing it. I can sing it. I haven't even, like... I'm the type of person... I think I've always been like this with, like, Trayvon Martin. Like, all the... Um, I don't even know all their names. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to admit that right now because I can't keep up with, like just all of, it's like oversaturation for me like i for can't sure. like it's like your people are reposting videos of someone almost like dying like Bro, people repost what? death videos basically like, that's what it feels no, yes. like like yes. and you're posting like and just like i'm an afam major like that i do this all day every day you're reading about like it. i'm reading about you're this all day every day so when now you people, got visuals yeah now it. people have visuals that are like real visuals then people so want to make posts and like White, this is white supremacy. Yeah. Like, I understand, like, I like it, but it's like, shit. what bothers me is, I know y'all are FM classes too, and like, it's a lot of like, oh, we need to get our white people to like be allies. I just feel like people are just talking. Like, we're just talking and talking and talking on social media. Well, you, if you have the time okay, to make well, an wait, infographic. Wait, let's, 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 okay, let's, let's break that down a little bit. Ugh. You said we need to get our white people to understand that's what i feel like black people are doing right now like we need them to understand how old is this like we know like we it's not we know about this shit now that's two people ago damn that's that's two people ago and i think the longest person to ever live was like 120 something years old so that's almost one person alpha kappa alpha was founded one generation away from slavery that's like chilling so with that being said like I'm sorry, I just don't care to see a post that explains yeah. what passive and active 
racism is. Like, I just don't. People have That's all these words and <laughs> action. Like, oh, I had seen somebody um, on my Instagram. They were talking about, oh, if you don't post something about uh, the problem, then you're a part of the problem. If you don't say something about the problem. I'm like, that's not doing anything. Bringing acknowledgement to something that everybody is aware of. Even people that are racist can say, all right, this is going on. Even if you want to say... Um, or even if they know that they are doing something against black people, they know what's going on. Like it's not like people are dumb. And you can tell it's not like people have it all learned pretty much the same thing. They tell us every time in history all black people problems, all of black people's traumas. They don't talk about how we triumph. That's why everybody knows about these things. <laughs> but and all we keep doing is talking about it. Like let, okay, so let, let's bring it back to Black Lives Matter because a lot of because Black Lives Matter started with the upper trend on the internet talking about black issues and black trauma uh, just kind of openly. So Black Lives Matter has kind of been a representation of how black people feel, um, how black people feel about uh, America. Black lives should matter. It's basically a statement saying we should matter or it's we do matter. It's a demonstration of acknowledging the fact that black people understand that they that people think they don't matter. Yes. And then there's a step yeah, of give, action give to, to take it. Give it to them. For so that's, that's just to add, just to add. But for sure. It, um, and so Black Lives Matter, it started at a time where, one, the internet just started getting cracking for it. I feel like it was around 24. like 2000. 10 between 2010 and 2014 because Instagram. I think it started from, I I think if I'm right, it's 2010, like you said, 2000, 2014, it like started. Mm -hmm. And then when Trayvon Martin was like, where it was like, I'm going to start. That was a pivotal moment. So um, if I'm, if I'm remembering this correctly, so the Black Lives Matter movement had started as a hashtag, then it had somehow became an organization. There's a website for there's some type of mm-hmm. official organization, quote unquote, that they have. However, it's still so loose that it was still only really a hashtag that everybody kind of adopted when they wanted to do something that was pro-black. Uh, again, quote unquote, because pro-black can mean a lot of different things. Everybody could be uh, saying this is pro-black when they're going out to go protest and, and being non-violent. Some people can go out and, and riot and say, this is Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. This is what we need to do. Which, I, I can see how both of them could be correct. However, there was no concrete agenda for Black Lives Matter. Yes, this is for b- police brutality. This is for the oppression and the disrespect of black bodies. Um, whatever you want to say. Yeah. However, there's no specific goal that we have. We have nothing that we're trying to get out of this movement other than saying, okay, I'm an ally for black people. And I feel like that's such that's so problematic. So, I was just going to go what you were saying real quick. There's yeah. a... Um there's another organization that's not Black Lives Matter, and I have to find it on one of my syllabuses, but um, they're more like, I feel like, A, Black people as like a whole, we're trying to create this like metaphysical community that we all exist in, A, which doesn't exist. No. We're not all a part of a community just because we're Black. Like, there's so many divides that literally divide Black people, and the divides are not um, compromisable. Like, that's mm-hmm. like, a, I feel I like have, there are I'll non compromisable divides in the Black community. I have to disagree. Some Black people do not like homosexuals. Like, that is true. Fuck but a that homosexual. Like, that's a divide. Like, there's no way I'm, like, there's no way a black person is going to want a black person who's cons- not no way. I'm not saying no way, but let's say like a black person conservative, like very mm-hmm. religious. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just from my experience in the church, like they're not going to want to push for any values that are very specific to, let's say, black trans women or something like that. So like, how do you reconcile that there are different, like there are places where people aren't going to want to help, but these are people who are like the most hurt in our community. Okay, for sure. I feel like there are these divides, but those divides only come when you try to make intersectionalities of your identity. So you're combining someone who is... Uh, transgender or of, of the LGBTQHIJK, whatever ever the uh, community is, into their black as well as their black identity. So you're kind of. But I'm not. I would say I'm not them. combining them. So I'm you're saying that, that to they be work, black, they work together. However, I feel like what's more important is the one identity, the one goal towards black people, because they don't give a fuck if you're LGBTQ. They don't give a fuck if you're short, tall, big. If you're black, then you automatically have a stigma. You're automatically in a certain certain I, amount of danger. I disagree with that mindset just because I think it's limiting to deciding what tactics are necessary for the process. For example, like. Being a black woman, I think that there are just innately like things that can happen to me that can't happen to a black man. So with that being said, like there's like let's say maybe more like sexual work efforts mm-hmm. can be placed for black women. Like mm-hmm. it's a very specific thing. Like there are specific sets of experiences that I think are acknowledged okay. through intersectionality, and I think that intersectionality has been conflated. That like it's like um, it's just it's like um, sorry, I have to think what I'm about to say. It's just like, oh, I'm a woman and I'm I'm a black and I'm a woman. So, boom, I'm a black woman. Like, you need to always look at me as a black woman, blah, blah, blah. It's more so like, it's more so your way of thinking. So when you're approaching black issues and black matters, understand intersectionality is present. So though we're dealing with racism, there are people that are dealing with racism that also have to deal with like other systems of domination that are like affecting them. So So if we're going to solve this one pot... We still need to acknowledge all these like other things that okay. affect it. Destroy yes. those two and get yes. down to that one okay. pot. So, I, okay, I like what you said that we have to acknowledge all the other problems within the one community, all the different parts of uh, the black community to yeah, help the black community, say. right? Yeah. However, if you think about it like this, if let's say this is say a pencil, if we you can break down anything we say into hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of categories. If I just say a pencil, what type of pencil? A wooden pencil? A pencil with or without mm-hmm. a razor? You can keep breaking things down all the way <clears throat> into any group you want it to be, right? However, that won't help black people. Like you said, black women are affected specifically in a certain way where they have uh, restrictions and things that affect them specifically within the workforce. However, all black people are affected within the workforce. All black people aren't getting hired, mm-hmm. not just black women. I feel like we're so focused on specific groups within black people that it divides us even more so, instead of bringing us together. So I'm saying I think you're right. But I'm saying that, like, the reason... Those things are important. I'm not saying they're... No, yeah, important. yeah. I'm just saying they're important. I guess we're on the same page. We're just arguing what's more important to us than... No, for sure. What's not more important yeah. to us. But, um, yeah, so I just let it be at that, actually. But um, I just think that, like, we have to have an understanding of it. Like, some people don't mm-hmm. even have that understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the reason why it's important. Like, some people, some people are so traditional, they don't think black women really go through much. Like, they think mm-hmm. black women's place is to just be... A provider and deal with all the issues that are facing the family it's not even just that but like even if we're saying like um jobs right and we want to fix like the job force and like Mm -hmm. all all black people struggle getting jobs like when we start to try to solve the problem are you going to think that a universal answer exists for women and men gays and straight people i don't think that's true 
I think I believe so. Only because if we stop breaking ourselves down into these groups, okay, it's a them versus us, or it's that group and this group. We have to do things for both. Of them. We have to do things for this group and this group instead of we doing things for the whole group. Uh, but you kind can't of do make, things for the whole of, group without like making things like. So I just don't have an example, it, so it's like kind of pointless for me to do, say this. Do you think it's harder to do multiple or solve multiple problems or solve one problem? But I'm saying like if I say I'm trying to solve the problem of um, I don't have an example, so I'm trying to. So think of like, what? Okay, so. Like, okay. I feel like solving one problem requires you to solve multiple problems. It's that complex. Like, we're, you're going to have to. For sure. So, if we say we're trying to solve the workforce issue, right? Yeah. And so, if what I'm saying is if we try to solve um, workforce for all black example. people, get all black example. people into the workforce. And then, once we achieve that, helping all black people, then we start breaking down these individual things. So... This is this is how I was like how I see it. Mm -hmm. So workforce, right? <clears throat> um, we're trying to put more black people in the workforce. One of our initiatives is going to be um, schooling. Let's like start okay. schools. And like you said, you said once to me, like if I was in Atlanta or I was in some city, I I wouldn't be a virgin come college. Like mm -hmm. that's just how those those communities are set up. Yeah. The girls are just more vulnerable to men, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like. Girls really Vulnerable shouldn't be. To men, I don't think that's the right word. But I, yeah, I mean, that's why I said it's not a bad thing. It's like, but I don't think girls like really should be engaging in like just sexual practices like that mm -hmm. hyperly, if that makes sense. So right. with that being said, like if I was a school teacher or whatever, and I'm trying to figure out like what's the best system, I might think the best system to help black kids is to do, and this is not what I think, but just an example. Like I might have like a girl school and a boy school. Okay. Though I'm having a girl school and a boy school, like where they're still they're different like they have to be different like but, you raise but like you say you're gonna raise your kids helping black people what do you mean because you so i think you're kind of making no i all this to go is to like if i have to recreate the education system does like is for boys and girls like is that system going to be perfect for both of them mm -hmm. like what are they going to learn like what's the best things for them to learn what's the best things for them to do and some people well, could why say they like, learn the same things but i don't think you need to learn like i uh, uh, I see your argument, but I'm like, I'm thinking like, okay, if I want to teach, I don't have anything specific right now. I have to think this through more, but I just think that like, I'm trying to think of a good argument. No, so I feel like while you're thinking, I, I feel what you're saying. Like you, you kind of have to break down each portion of the problem, like smaller problems to fix the bigger problem. I understand that. My only thing is that. When you do that, you kind of remove from the major issue. If you're solving specifically sexuality amongst children, if you're trying to give them education so that we're prepared for the workforce, but you're also trying to fix their sexual interactions oh, with I other see what sex, you're instead of helping the whole community, you're kind of individual. Oh, so now you only can specifically learn this, or you only can specifically get these interpersonal relationship skills with this with other women. You can't interact with men because you still have to learn that. You get education kind of by interacting with other people. Yeah. And that, in my own opinion, however, let's move on. Um, yeah. If you have anything else to say, you can. If not, um, so with the Black Lives uh, Thoughts on Movement in 2014, I think that's when it started. Didn't it start around 2014? I think it was 2014. I really don't be keeping up with my history. Um, however, movement born from the internet, no real... Oh, so there's no real structure or direction. And my thing is, 
what is a black agenda? We was kind of getting into that. What do you think would be most helpful to the black community right now? Because my thing is, I, I'm going to draw attention towards a problem I feel like we have in a black community to lead to um, a possible solution to black problems. I feel like as black people, we always identify with oppression. We identify with trauma yeah. and we identify with people who's been through similar situations than us. Oh, well, you should understand that this isn't right and they, how they feel because you felt the same way. I understand that. I'm not saying these other problems. I'm not saying the LGBTQ. I'm not saying immigration. I'm not saying um, any other issue. Those are the only ones I can think of right now. Isn't yeah. important. All I'm saying is, as black people, we're so generous with our time, effort, and, and our mobilization that we forget about ourselves to try and go so hard for other people that we always get left out in the ringer. There's been LGBT. There's been bills. And, and policies put into place to help LGBTQ communities. There's been bills and process to help women. I'm not saying that women aren't important. I'm saying specifically that helped women, but did it help black people? Yes, it helped black women. Yes, it helped some black, but did it help black people? That's all I'm saying, that we spend so much time <clears throat> and attention to others the, like, that we neglect ourselves, specifically yeah. black problems, stuff that's affecting no matter who you are or who you identify as at the end of the day you're black at the end of the day you're you're a, a low low income black individual you're a black woman you're a black man you're a black teacher you're black you're always mm -hmm. going to be black right. and so i feel like we kind of give our attention to other communities which is cool you know what I mean? That's fine. Just I just think, think yeah. I just think that it's kind of taken away from our own uh, prosperity because we're giving that that energy to everybody else. We I, talked a little bit about activism, and we talk about all oh, these are black issues, and we can get towards a better overall world for everybody. However, everybody else always uh, kind of. Um, does what's best for them yeah, that's when you yeah. think about like how other people vote or how other people spend their money or operate amongst each other they do what's best for the group and we always kind of divide our group and choose our group rather than stick to one group that's just my opinion i agree and that kind of goes off with like my major issues with the Black Lives Matter movement or just like black agenda at the time is like, I don't think we have a real genuine community. And I think because of social media, our ideas of community are so large. Like we think we have to be one large um, homogenous like group. Whereas like a lot of, if you look back, like the civil rights movement and stuff like those just started with like really dedicated people in their small organizing groups. And yeah. in those small organizing groups, they were capable to execute in a good manner what they were doing. And then they grew. The Black Party Theater, if they didn't start with their, their points and then were effective, there's no way that they would have started popping up across the city because nobody would be down with it. Like, sure, like we're all down with Black Lives Matter because it's a fucking post. It's, so a good it's, a, it's a nice post like good message good identifying well, i would not phrase. be down with it but that's like it's nothing else and i know and my like yeah. one of my things is like we need to start focusing on engagement on what we want 
how are we going to get it and who can do it so if we have like i understand like, there's some politicians there's right. artists there's scientists there's doctors there's right. this. y'all all have access to different things if you got money do the shit with the money if you're a teacher right. focus on the kids like you we all have things that we can focus on i think that we are so blinded by a fucking black lives matter pose that you just stopped there yes. like our our school oh. Our NAACP, I'll get this on record, didn't do shit. That's why I joined the organization. Yes. Because it's yes. like, we're a ser- you're a service group. And I've already said this stuff, so I don't even care. You're a service group, but you have coffee houses. I don't know. But you ain't had a single, a single service project all school year, but you having a coffee house. What? <laughs> They're not doing anything. My thing is, I feel like the problem is actionable change people just want things to change immediately oh if you did this it kind of plays a part in like cancel culture and we're going to get into like how white people kind of orchestrate the black social media splash i don't even know why we're still bothered with white people (laughs) no 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 we it's okay i'm at a revolutionary type point like i'm at a like if we could plan taking the government over and like doing our own thing or not even our (sighs) own thing but just like Getting what we wanted at by force, I don't even mind it at this point. Um, like when I saw I, that right, did you see that the I'm gonna say protest, that stuff, like they they set a whole police station on fire, like to flames no, like, in Corona. Because the, the thing is, black people, there's some black people. <laughs> I'm not gonna put anybody names out. I've seen people on uh, some social medias, I've seen some articles. I've talked to some people in person. I've talked to some people on the phone that people are tired to the point where they're like, "I, right, there ain't no more of this talking. There's no more M- MLK. We need everybody to fix this. We need everybody but black people. No, we're going to go out, get on our Malcolm X shit, and we're going to go figure shit out immediately. And if that takes showing you that we're not playing no more by demonstrating an act of violence as the police does. Oh, the police are supposed to preserve and protect, but when they have to show you some violence to calm your ass down, they have no problem putting a nigga in the headlock and showing them, hey, look, you're going to die if you keep fucking with us. So the same way black people, uh, the same way that the police and, and the powers that be be using force to kind of demonstrate um, what they can do, that's what some black people feel like. But back to what you said about there's all these people with money, the people with, I feel like, power. Power power comes from your resources mm-hmm. and your availability to money. Or the power comes from money and your availability to resources. And all these people like the, the Jay-Zs, the Beyonce's, the, the Oprah's. Um, the Tyler Perry's, what are they doing specifically for black communities? I was listening to... Building churches um, and building schools in Africa. Yeah, That's the only thing I felt like I ever heard Oprah do. Yeah, and then, no, then that school was getting robbed. and I think that school was <laughs> shut down now. Yeah, I'm not, it wasn't, I, the education was apparently terrible. I, like, And I, I honestly, though, it's in Africa. So I just feel like if she, she just... She was just like, oh yeah, take this money. So what do you think is going to happen? just take the money and then go figure it out like that's not all you have to do you have to be within the community activism comes at least how i learned how to uh, break down words i think the most prominent word in activism is active if you're not actually doing something then is it really activism if you're just saying something that's that's all i'm saying and so people with money should be trying to implement 
something that will cause actionable change. How I am affecting the community, community, the black community directly within our location. Why are we helping people in Africa when Africans don't even like American black people? Those are two different communities. Yes, we need to focus on uh, making sure that (laughs) black people all around the world are okay. But first, can we get it right here? Can we get it in the in the most powerful quote unquote country in the world where everything is supposed to be positive? The the, the country of the, the or the land of the free, uh the home of the brave. Like niggas are still being oppressed in the most powerful country in the world. That's fucking stupid. That's that makes no sense that we're doing stuff. And we for make everybody it seem else like us. We literally make it seem like everything is nice and dandy and cool. No. But when in Africa, people get killed for just having bad... Like Africa, China, all this place, you get killed for having no. the wrong opinion. That Here, you get killed for having the wrong opinion, but they make it seem like it's something oh, yeah. else. Definitely they make different it seem propaganda. Like you get killed for being black. Like, that's yeah. just... <laughs> in Africa, they are in a lot of third world countries and, and countries that kind of succumb to their environment. Power and everything. They they definitely just they whack you and they just be like they that's what what it was. That's just but here in America, it's kind of uh, definitely convert uh, covert overt. What's the overt? Co- overt is the one that it's like ah, and then covert is yeah. yeah. So it's definitely covert in other countries. It's overt. Um, and and that kind of stems from the problems with the black community in America. Like, I can't speak all that much about other black communities, Caribbean communities, but I can speak about the black communities that I've been a part of in America. And that's from the Midwest to the West Coast to the East Coast and the South and the North um, or East, North or You've North East. You've been everywhere. I don't know what you're trying to say. Whatever, but... Um, I think it comes from, I think you had said yesterday, like the overstimulation of trauma and the lack of agency over that trauma. So a lot of times black people go through things and then they kind of bond over those uh, traumas and Very bond bad. over the, the things that kind of, the things that they overcome, but they only stay there. Like it's okay. Like we've been through this and it's okay to stay here and be able to overcome that one thing. However, there's no there's a lack of mobility because there's no learning and growth in those situations. I I know that you did that, I know that you went through that and you got through that and that's good enough because you know what I mean it's the struggle. You hear it in the music, you hear it in um how people conduct their lives in predominantly black areas, in these poverty stricken areas, it's always the same thing. We're going to succumb to our environment and be just comfortable enough to survive our environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely um, exacerbated in places where there's a lot more violence, there's a lot more poverty, where other countries are stealing from their nation and, and ruining their nation for sure is definitely worse there but here in the experience that i've had um black people always kind of drive themselves towards that um drive themselves towards that what the fuck you call it that environment or way of thinking like they, they become savages or they become these these shithole countries as as trump like to say it um because that's all they have that that they become what they're around um kind of some of the ideas that they perpetuate is like no new friends and and to to stay down and to never change but that never allows you to evolve and become better 
Like it allows you to just be good enough mm-hmm. in the place that you are. You you become what you're surrounded by, and a lot of times, what we're surrounded by in predominantly black communities is the same thing. Like uh, in mixed communities, you always see like people are used to people moving and, and and doing different things, but in the black communities, always the same consistent things: entertainment, rather that be music, uh, sports, um, and now like social media. Um, and so black people don't have enough, uh, have a broad enough Rolodex of experiences outside of what they know. I agree on that. And I, I feel like one of the places where it really hurts and we notice it, but we just kind of like meander along is politics. Like black people uh, in politics is just never clicks. It don't seem right to me. Like I had the luxury of going to um, a BT town hall filming. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they ever put this out, but... Um, I said Joe Budden. <laughs> what that nigga name? Um, Joe Rogan. No, he ran. He was gonna run it. He dropped. He was super nice from Jersey. Oh, the ball man. Yeah, he's a vegan. I'm forgetting his name. What is his name? <laughs> we was telling people talking about him for months. Um, damn, they were talking. Cory Booker. Cory, yes. Cory Booker was there. Kamala Harris was there, and like they're cool. They weren't Obama cool, but like. It's just something was. I feel like it was pretty cool. And sometimes I didn't like Kamala Harris that much. She just. I feel like she was trying to black. He was smooth though. He was smooth. Like Obama could get it if it was his time (laughs) period, but you know. If he wasn't married, (laughs) that can. But yeah, I was just also say was um I feel like black people like we don't have politicians that are really there for us, and then like the activists like there's always just something up with them like Mm -hmm. and the people who take the forefront like i don't i i know who founded the black lives matter movement because um i i learned about it and those people aren't even like a name because they're out actually doing work like they're they have their own personal activism projects that they're focused on whereas there are people like deray i think the nigga who wears the same vest like the pe- there's some journalists and stuff like that none of these people was supposed to even i feel like some people like journalists and like Artists and Even stuff like that. Even the person that work here. What's his nigga name? Um, he has a class here. Dyson? Dyson. That's supposed to be a black socialist activist or but something. But they don't do shit. And what has to- <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the nigga that's supposed to be a scientist? Neil deGrasse Tyson? I found that nigga hasn't did. He has no accolades other than getting a degree. In the- <laughs> he said he has no accolades. I'm so serious. I had found it out. I was like, what the fuck? All you do is explain science to niggas. Yeah, like, like you you haven't did anything not only like, in your field but for black. Like You're just nothing a black fun. Voice. I don't feel like it's nothing. You Representation, have, like nothing good. fun that you think you could benefit. Like I like you said the other day, like oh you want to open a rec center? You have money. You can open a rec center. Mm-hmm. That's when you have money, you can open a rec center that's open late mm-hmm. at night because you can afford it. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. Like you're not doing anything special, boy. You mm-hmm. just literally own a rec center. Mm-hmm. You can open it and charge for the pool during the day, yes. and then just open it to the neighborhood kids who have a a, a county card to come for free. Exactly. You have it's money. It's so simple. You don't need that money, and then you can have a fucking tax cut for all the money that you spent. For uh, providing for the community, like, community, and you can make money back. Like and nobody's so, saying you can't. Like, but the, I think that's um, a part of something that I want to bring up. And what I want to bring up is that they don't take us serious. Other people, other groups, other groups, uh-huh. the powers that be do not take us serious at all. Like they was talking about putting Harriet Tubman on the uh, <laughs> the twenty dollar bill. Niggas was excited. Niggas was excited though. They were like, "Oh, this would be a, a, a monumental uh, 
a monumental step in black history, but some bullshit. I'm like, that means nothing, nigga. That's just money. Niggas gonna throw that away and throw that in uh, the cracks of a uh, stripper's ass. It's like, what are you talking about? That means nothing. We're married to the Democratic Party, but the, what has the Democratic Party, again, specifically done for black people, for us to be so reliant and dedicated to someone or something that hasn't done nothing for us. They're just less racist, in theory. In, in theory. The, <laughs> yo, the thing is, they're less racist on the theory. outside. I feel like at least with, and we're t- speaking very broad, but with Republicans, Republicans, they they're, they're, so stru- they're so structured, I feel like that they are over with how they feel. But Democrats and liberals want to kind of, you know what I mean, make you feel good and kind of give you, oh, it's about the message. It's about how you say the message and not necessarily message. And that's a lot of the problem with the Democratic Party is we're just only listening. Oh, they're nice. And they said they're going to do this. And and it feels like they're going to do that. But we're not listening to the message. They're saying, fuck you to our face. This nigga Biden literally said, if you don't vote for me. If you if you want if you want to take a break and watch it, we can watch it because that shit is <laughs> fucking crazy. This nigga said, if you don't vote for me, then you're not black. And he said a whole bunch of other bullshit before that. Oh, I used to I used to hang out uh, in the hood voluntarily. Did I tell you that I thought he was black? The... Biden? <laughs> yes. He, he does about have a, he has an orange tint. He does have a tint to him. <laughs> he looks like he, has, he looks like he got a white mama and a light skinned dad. Like yeah, he, he does have like a tint to him a little bit, but. <laughs> The thing is, I personally, I was talking about this with the homie, is that I, I was talking about it with my brother. Um, I honestly feel like this nigga's trying to out stupid Trump. Like with some of the shit that he say, he's just trying to be, be more goofy. Just, just more ridiculous in some cases because like there's been times where he's forgotten um, his wife and his daughter. and then What do you the, mean forgot? Like... Didn't yeah, like confused him. him. Like he had confused him. Like, oh, this is this is my lovely wife, and he's like holding his daughter's hand or some shit like that. Oh, this is my lovely <laughs> wife, everybody. Like just just shit like that, where you know You're- that <laughs> he either shouldn't or that he knows better not to do that, and it's kind of like strategic, or this nigga's really going see now. But you can say the same thing about Trump. Uh, however, like this is the person that we're fucking married to. This nigga raped somebody, and everybody just forgot about that. Everybody just forgot. We're supposed to be about cancel culture and making people responsible. Like, the fuck? Like, we're just choosing to forget about certain things. Niggas are not going to take us serious. This nigga, the bill that he came out with is called Lift Every Voice and Sing. What the fuck are you talking See, about, bro? See, my thing about government, that's why, like... Niggas don't take I'm us not, serious. I don't consider myself, like, a feminist liberal. I see myself very radical. I just sit in these systems and I wait. Like, I'm just getting yes. the bread that I need I, for now. I'm, like, oh. waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yes. But when I tell you the government, break out. these schools, <laughs> they literally don't make sense. We are literally sitting here in Corona, like, what is Georgetown doing? Like, yes. like... Y'all have all this money, all this accolades. You're so important, but y'all are stupid. Like, Joe Joe Biden, what, what did your bill? I feel like bills are stupid. Like, I read, I just read everything. I'm like, everything is dumb. So it's like, how are we, as black people, we're trying to we're trying to work against a system that is already stupid, that already doesn't cater it's, to it, us. No, but my thing is, it's not stupid. Doesn't it's trust strategic. Us. You think it's strategically stupid? It's stupid to I us. Like, like oh, that just makes no sense. No, just, that just makes no sense. But no, they have a plan. They're not just throwing money around. You think they just throwing money around? You think niggas just throwing millions of dollars around? I feel around? like they're just playing like 
life. They're, no, they're playing. They're playing. They play stupid and they strategically move stuff. There around. is some shit, and going that's on. every organization with money. Any, any, we have to realize these are businesses. That's definitely Georgetown. These are powers. Did these you are, say that we're, that we're fifty dollars in debt? What a coincidence that we're fifty million. or some like we're in. I said dollars. I don't like I what don't, a coincidence. I'm not we, saying we need shit. <laughs> all I'm saying is that it's weird. <laughs> said off the record. Yeah. I didn't see shit. No, all, yeah, all I'm saying is that it's weird. There's some of the shit that be going on with the powers that be. Um, <laughs> because all I'm saying, because there'll be some weird shit going on, and I'm not trying to be the nigga that get got. Um, but, but yeah, it's, I feel like they just don't take us serious. Like, they literally pander to niggas, and niggas don't see, like, oh, they're trying to. It, it's basically like. I'm over it's basically, it's basically <laughs> like this, right? I, I don't know. It, it's okay. It's basically like. Um, you know how niggas be like, oh, I love women. Like, we got to do something to change with it. I'm not going to say any specific names, but you know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about that uh, just graduated. That Exactly who, I, who I'm talking about. And you say, he, oh, he always hangs out with light skin. He loves uh-huh. light skin. You know exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love women. And, and I want to uh, be an ally for women. And that's not wrong. And I have to go check niggas about women. Knowing damn well this niggas is greasy. And the, and the thing is, we know this, and women know that, people know this, but we still just act like it's okay. We forget about it. We forget about it, or, or he's nice at this point, or he helped me out, and, or they helped me out. And, no, we got to be taking, we got to literally sit down and be like, okay, this, this, and this is a problem, and we got to rectify this and this and this That's right now. Like. like, And niggas just forget about shit. However... We've been talking about for fucking. Uh, we've been talking about this for like forty minutes. Um, we had a few other things to talk about, like the how it kind of compares to other movements. But I think we got it. I thought like we touched on it. I just majorly is like I don't think we have really good leadership. Leaders, like, direction. Yeah, I don't know what's um, going on. And I'm smart, so I just feel like if leadership was good, there'd be a way for information to get to me. Like I feel like I'm a I'm a youth. I'm I'm a black youth ish yeah. adult, whatever. Like, why wouldn't I be getting information about how I'm mobilized? Like, for sure. And who's responsible? It's just like no leadership to me. For sure, I definitely agree with that. That is definitely convoluted with our direction as black people because everybody else have an agenda, but black people. Everybody else vote for what they want, but black people. We vote because we're supposed to be Democrats. We vote because that's what the, we're supposed to do as liberals or whatever the fuck. Um, but honestly, one last thing, what I think is the plan that we need to have, if we want to be taken serious, if we want to really shut some shit down, if you really want to be heard, fuck all that burning shit down, fuck all that cries on Instagram and Twitter, fuck all that noise. What we need to do, honestly, in my opinion, because Trump going to be president again. No, saying if anybody, if you looking at what's going on and how things are being operated, and you look at this this goofy ass nigga Biden, then you know that Trump's gonna be fucking elected again. It's just that we got another four, and we're gonna we're gonna move on, and we're gonna be all right. It just is what it is. I sometimes be forgetting but, that nigga is president. <laughs> like niggas, you don't really hear nothing about the election or nothing. Like you, like me, I'm on Twitter. I'm on. Uh, Instagram or YouTube and all these places are are platforms where news circulates, whether it be somebody else posting it or specifically um, those identities be posting um, about those stuff, uh, about uh, Mm -hmm. politics or whatever. And so 
why haven't I really heard about the election? Like niggas ain't niggas not taking this shit serious. So we're just gonna let this one slide. It's okay. We're gonna let it slide. We're we gonna be all right. <laughs> you know, we we're gonna be good. Because you know what I'm saying, hundred and fifty years we've been getting done bad. So we can take full mode. We're gonna be high. So we we should just not vote. I'm talking about I'm talking about zero percent of black people. Not even it's gonna be a few people where oh, we gotta vote for the president. But me personally I believe that uh voting for the president it's not the best way to contribute to a specific community because we're still a minority in this uh, country. And so a lot of times our communities aren't being touched by these bigger bills that they're promising us because a lot of the times those bills are longevity bills, meaning that they are for five, 15, 20, 30 years that mm-hmm. they're trying to accumulate either money or whatever they're trying Even to do. like you said about like when people do weird things with money or like it doesn't make sense, just something to note is like affirmative action. I think when you look at affirmative action, like the actual, um, like how people benefit from it is like white women benefit the most. White women and, then like and other Asian, minorities. Asian people. Like Foreigners. Um, which is interesting, but yeah, so I feel <laughs> like as, as uh, black people, we should as little of us as possible, if you really serious about black change, none of us should vote. None of us should vote for this next president. To know that I these niggas are actually mobilized, these niggas are actually together. The black vote is all the way down to one, two percent, wherever fucking it's gonna be with the few coons that's gonna vote. Like the, the few in the upper percentage. Yeah. Um because and another thing is like I know a few people that voted for Trump that are black, and those people are fire. I'm talking about these are genuine people that I respect their opinion. Yes, I respect their opinion. I respect how they raise their kids. I respect how they operate in day-to-day life. I I respect um, their thoughts on the president that is right now. However, you know what I mean? There's other things that I disagree on. You know what I'm saying? I disagree about everything that happened with the last election. However, we should uh, withhold our vote. Get real serious. These leaders, these Oprahs, these these uh, Jay Zs, these these uh, Kanye Wests, these niggas need these niggas need to get together, put a little money somewhere, and we endorse our own fucking candidate. We invo- endorse our own fucker fucking elected. Money's there. It's like the money's there. Exactly. I feel like that's the biggest like. And then we're supposed to go gun <clears throat> ho. If you and then the thing is, like niggas like like niggas like to do, they like to you know what I'm saying pander to other. Uh, other audiences, other people who've been oppressed. Yeah, we can help, you know what I'm saying, the LGBTQ. We can help minorities. And and they're going to identify. you got to play the politics. Exactly. You're going to have to play the game. However, it's going to be from the black community. Nigga, that's how we change some shit. Instead of working like our leaders are. Just saying shit. White Democrats. They're just, just saying people, shit. Just saying things about Literally. Rights. Are we going to give you this? Are we going to give you this? And I think what's interesting we're gonna is like, black women. when it was at the point, and we can stop it, this is just like dragging it, but like when it was at the point in the civil rights movement where it's like, we're discussing very like life things. Like now it's kind of like people are killing people and getting away with it. No. That's what it feels like. Back in the day, it felt like the legislature no, was like just- against black people. Like it led, you had to change the innate makeup of the state. Yes. And now they think that like back in the day, it seemed easy. Like yes. give people of color gender blah 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 no. all their rights boom now it's like they gotta think like because they're trying to get around <laughs> and they're not they're not for black people. the thing about the uh civil rights movement and the uh thing about the black panther party the thing about malcolm x the difference between them and us now is we do way too much fucking talking when they was talking when they went and had those meetings i look 
This we need to do X, Y, and Z. We're not gonna go on none of these fucking buses. That's we're not, we're not gonna buy from none of their fucking businesses. We're not gonna contribute to none of their fucking economy. Yeah. And we're gonna go out there and do things what's best for us. And we fucking did that shit, and shit got changed, nigga. That's the only they wouldn't have gave a fuck if they would if we would have continued to buy uh, Gucci, would have continued to buy Nike, would have continued to support them financially. Um, as a brand, as an entity, nigga, they wouldn't have gave a fuck about them. If we would have continued being oppressed and not able to, um, not able to get anywhere. The reason why they had to change all that shit, why? Because we started making our own businesses. We started making our own communities where we didn't need anything outside of where we were. And so they didn't like that shit. And they start shutting that shit down, making loans harder, making infiltrating, uh, our infiltrating our communities and taking our businesses, bro. And so all I'm saying is niggas need to have actionable change in mind. I don't want to hear shit. You're not going to see me post nothing. That's why I don't post anything with the homies. I don't post. Birth- I want actionable change. I want something that's meaningful uh, put into the world. If I'm going to say something, I want it to be done and me planning on doing it within the next week, my nigga. Don't, don't talk about, oh, yeah. Yeah, we we need to get more people on board. If you really listen to MLK, because that's basically what MLK was trying to do. We're going to get off of this because I can go on forever about black people tripping. Um, MLK was all about, uh, we need everybody to understand that we are people too and we all can make it to the mountaintop. We all can be prosperous together. Mm-hmm. Yes, then that he is transitioned. true. He transitioned true. to what he, he at the, Right before he died, mm-hmm. actually. A few weeks right before he died. Transition is The transition is like, nah, we need reparations. We need, <laughs> we need actionable change in the community to make sure black people aren't suffering anymore. The damage that y'all have done systematically need to be changed systematically. But that's a different story. Uh, we're going to move on. Let's move on. So, social media. We're going to get back on uh, the bullshit that be perpetuated on the internet. Um, and I'm, I'm going to let you leave this one. I had to leave it Social media. So I turned 21 not too long ago. Your girl's legal, whatever. And like leading up to that, I was just really focused on like, I'm like, damn, like I'm an adult and like life is so long. So I've been trying to like, just like get myself right. Like focus on what I think is like beautiful and like the projects I'm working on X, Y, Z. And I just noticed that I unfollowed the shade room. And I said to you, like my just mental space has just cleared up. And I was just thinking, like, why Why is that? Like, why do I unfollow the shade room and I just feel better? And I just realized, like, on social media, there's just so much content. Like, how we feel overstimulated by all the Black Lives Matter shit. Black people be ODing, like, these ideals of what beauty is and these ideals of, like, what a baddie is that I realized really, like, just fucked with my brain. And to an extent, like, sure, like, I like to be snatched and I like to, like, look good XYZ, but that's not the forefront of like things that I think are important to me at all. So why is that like the content that I'm shoving down my throat every day? What you absorb every day kind of shapes how you think, shapes who you are. A lot of times, um, a lot of successful people say you got to surround people, surround yourself with people who are like-minded with you. That's (laughs) the same way with um, Things that are negative. If you look at things constantly that's telling you how to be and what to think and how to act, you're going to absorb those things. Even if you go against that and don't believe that, you would eventually morph into something that perpetuates that or is counterintuitive to who you really are. And that's, I feel like, how it's kind of designed. Uh, But we'll get to that a little bit later. You had a a question about how um, 
social media kind of create these expectations that you adopt adopt for your identification for happiness. Is there anything right? from the male perspective? And it can even be like things oh, that you do sure. for yourself or even like ways that you like think about women and stuff like that. Like what would you say is like your impact? Oh, for sure. Because um, my thing is I've always been a little bit weird. My opinions, I've been a little <laughs> bit... Uh, a little bit different from a lot of people like so i i enjoy i not enjoy i love women especially black women i love black women how they shave how they look everything about black women is just wonderful to me right mm -hmm. and so i love a girl with ass i love a girl you know what I'm saying that has a beautiful face However, that's not the only <laughs> thing in the world about a woman that I like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so when I see a woman twerking, I have no problem with a woman twerking. But you're twerking on Instagram every day or you're twerking on Instagram. Like, for why? Like, my thing is for why. Like, I have no problem. I'll watch a few. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm trolling it's, Instagram, it's there's, there's some yeah. that catch me. But I'm not going to watch every single one for a while. Like, because I'm not going to necessarily turn me on when I go to the party and get my uh, dick shaped on. Like. I'm not necessarily getting hard. That's just like kind of for fun. fun so why yeah. am I just watching it? You yeah. know what I mean? Like what's the point of kind of watching it? Um, if we're not really doing nothing with it or anything like that, it's not really benefiting you, me, or really anybody. So it just started getting like weird it's to just me when I think about it just like that. saturation like, with like sexual stuff. Oh, if he don't do this, then I can't fuck with that. Or like the just kind of like lack of relationship etiquette. Like people are kind of moved towards like um, kind of like they, they expect people to be perfect or they expect people to understand who they are by making a post or they, they mm -hmm. see something that kind of they relate to and they post it. I'm like, bro, if you feel like that, then just kind of do it and kind of work towards that. You ain't got to post it like if a nigga don't do this, then I can't fuck with niggas no more because you're kind of feeding the niggas that are going to be like, oh, I got to yeah, morph into wanna... this person that you're going to fuck with and then you're going to be done the same way and it's kind of like a, a constant cycle of, of bullshit in my head, at least. That, you know what I mean? I, I try not to participate. I participate in my own bullshit, so I don't need the bullshit that comes <laughs> with uh, the black black social media. And I feel like... Slash white. It's interesting. You said something media. about, like, you love black women, X, Y, Z. You don't need all the things that are, like, on Instagram and stuff. I don't but need I your pussy that, out. Like, I don't need that. I think that... Um, I still love you with your clothes on. A lot of girls will think that perfection is necessary. Like, it's not... I don't think the onus is always on, like... Not just girls. The other way. Like, men want perfection. It's, like, also, like, we, as women... Expect. Ex like, we're that's also making now, this... Like, that we're making this be something that's important. But that's the culture now. Like, if you realize... What and cancel, I don't know. What is like, cancel culture? <laughs> what is cancel culture? We're going to look 20 years ago. We're going to look 15... We're going to comb through your life. And if you wasn't fucking perfect... You're exed out of uh, the mainstream. How does that make sense? How does that make sense, bro? That you have to be perfect your entire life. And people don't operate like that. People, again, people only see a product. People only see what they want. People have this kind of microwave mentality is where I only like I only want to hear the beep. I only want you to I mm -hmm. only want to be noticed when it's exactly how I want it. And until then I want nothing to do with it. So, I want to forget about it. And then if I see something that's unnecessary, I'm just throwing it away. Who do you have canceled if you want to share and like what is your your take on well, cancel? 
Uh, okay. Ooh. Canceling people. Like, how do you, like, what's your take? Specifically on, like, from, like, online shit. Because that's the one that For really sure. be bothering me. I'd be like, okay. you see someone online, you're like, are we doing this right now? Something that honestly bothered me. I'm trying to say this in the most respectful way. Because, again, I love I love my black women. And, sorry, I, and I respect um, any black prosperity. Even if it's, like, a little weird. So... Someone who I've canceled personally is Oprah, right? Only because this is a woman that, forgetting where she comes, maybe Chicago. Is she from Chicago? Uh, I'm not sure. Oprah, where she from. that makes but sense. But she 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 came she came up as I think she got a big radio personality or some shit like that. Yeah. Got her own platform. Put on Doctor Phil, who isn't a real fucking doctor. He she put on a black a white person of all people, a person who was just he was actually a news anchor, I believe, in San Diego. Um, who I just heard, helped people I like out. Dr. Phil. Huh? <laughs> I, I'm who, subscribed. But the thing is, he, he's a... That's because I'm he, messy, though. <laughs> I think he has like a bachelor's in psychology or something. He's not official, basically. but We could get a bachelor's. Has, it's whatever. It, it, but it's whatever. It's whatever. She put on this white man, right? Which is you know, not the worst thing in the world. But then it always seemed, with her episodes, she was like kind of degrading black unity whether that be black families instead of trying to like kind of unite uh she would invite people on the show and And embarrass them and then trying to embarrass them kind of like how dr phil does now where it's like you're wrong and this is my show and this is how you operate it but she did it in more of a nicer way um but the thing that literally made me be like no i can't fuck with oprah until she rectifies that until something comes out where she she makes this better is what she said about Michael Jackson, she has went, she went crazy over Michael. Oh, we need to cancel Michael Jackson. This is unacceptable. Um, and she can completely cancel Michael Jackson, right? And then didn't apologize when it came out that the documentary that was out about Michael Jackson was completely false. And you're not going to rectify that. That's a black man, even though Michael Jackson was goofy. We're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to bypass that that a black man had two white. Children, <laughs> somehow, with some miracle, he had two white children. He bleached his skin until he was unrecognizable. We're not, we're not going to talk about that. that. That's different from her kind of just disgracing a man and then just walking away. Her never yeah. really giving back to a community. Her never really rectifying the school in Africa. If you're going to do something for black people, even though I said that it's outside of the state, you're doing it. So you might as well do it well. You might as well actually contribute something to black people. And it only seems that she's kind of... And, and me, again, this is only coming from kind of... like Because ignorance is bliss. And I'm kind of like giving my opinion uh, through ignorance in a way. Because I've never really... Like, I'm going to research everything. That but I Oprah think that's did. still important because it's like but, it shows the information that gets to you. Yeah, the information that's kind of affected me. And I, and I come across... Um, Stuff that's done for the black community, like stuff that Akon has done, um, mm-hmm. with him providing uh, power, him providing water, him providing schools for Africa, stuff like that. And he's from there. So he, you know what I mean? He's doing what he needs to do for his community. Uh, Drake giving back to the people in jail, him uh, uh, providing money for people who needed, like, I've seen that. Beyonce providing opportunities for certain black people, her giving money out. I've seen that. Even though they can do better, my thing is, just ostracizing black men, uh, black unity, and kind of promoting too much whiteness. My thing is, as a black person, I feel like, yes, you can be all inclusive. That's fine. Inclusivity is cool. You have a bigger audience. You reach more people. However, 
I think you kind of have an obligation to help your people in my, in, in, at least in my head, only because like, you know what I mean? If, if you have it and nobody else got it, it's almost your job to give the keys. Like, I'm not a fan of Young Thug, but when Young Thug said, uh, he, he was talking to somebody, I think Jay-Z, he was like, uh, uh, you got to give me the keys. And like, if you don't, if, if you, uh, you know, no, don't give me the keys, give everybody the keys. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh no! Like I just want to give it to the one person. Like if you give me the keys, I'm giving it to everybody. Like, yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to give it to every. My thing is like everyone needs to eat. Everybody needs to eat, at least in the black community, and and that's a two way street, of course, where like black people got to be receptive as well as they got to be giving. Like you, you can't just fuck people over. You can't be uh, doing black people grimy. It, it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of things that kind of play a part of it, but Oprah specifically, I feel like she did do a good job as one of our prominent, prominent back figures from like, oh what, God, 2008 to like 2012 or some shit like Even, that? I want to say it was earlier because I've been watching Oprah since I was, was a kid, like young, young. So yeah, like my thing is like, she got to do better. She she just got to do, she's got to do better, apologize, something like, um, and there's a lot of times where people I feel like are just too influenced. Like a uh, Cruz, ooh, Terry Cruz. That he, my, one of my favorite shows is uh, for Brooklyn Nine Nine. Fucking hilarious. And Terry Cruz plays a part, obviously, in that dynamic of that show. But I'm like you, for lack of better words, I'm not, I'm not the most politically correct, but you're a bitch nigga. Like, how are you gonna yell and scream that oh you was touched and molested? And then all these black women come to support you. And then when a black woman has a plight, yeah, you, you just completely, ne- not only neglect it, you, you discredit put, her. Yeah, discredit her. You, you could have just said nothing. It would have been better to say nothing and talk to her either directly or just say, like, he wanted his job. He wanted his job. Not just his job. Like, he was promoting them like he was trying to make sure he got a raise or some shit like, at least to me that's what getting LSC was just saying doing too much like yeah and so yeah like them two people not nah, like that's just that's just goofy and me i only feel like i should cancel people that's only relevant to my life like oh we should cancel this like if they ain't got a like, uh, just don't watch them. like i just stopped niggas be trying to cancel people yeah. that don't even fucking matter like if you don't watch uh fox news then nigga, what are you trying to cancel whoever the fuck the host is on there like that that has nothing to do in your life if you choose not to watch it. Like, uh, what happened on our campus with, um, oh, you said this on your platform and you have a responsibility to say the right things and give out the correct information. However, we don't really know the correct information on these things when we're kind of in still learning this. Like, this is a, a marketplace of ideas. I should be able to spew my information and get feedback, constructive Feedback to make actionable change, not yeah. just the oh you need to do this. But not, that's just stupid of me, bro. I don't believe in the cancel part. I believe in um, what's the word? Responsibility. Um, accountability. Accountability. Like holding people accountable, but like that's all I feel like is your only thing. Like say like hey you did this and it impacted me this way. Let it be. Do it. You don't want to talk to them? Don't talk to them. You don't want to listen to them. I love that. I and it's all like, about communication. Thank God. Um, Thank God. But um, damn, my iPad and clothes. Let's get this guy back open to uh, let's uh, give a little bit more. We had talked a little bit about cancel culture. We skipped a little bit ahead, but do you want to talk about um, social media expectations on your happiness, kind of with like beauty standards, fashion, um, opinions? One thing I've recently, this is like something I've been thinking about. Um, 
I'm like, if I had more money, like, I'd really be flexing on these hoes. Like, everybody wouldn't even know what hit them. Boom. I just felt like... <laughs> what do you mean? Like? like, I feel like some people flex because, like... Or, like, on social media, like, when you start to see what makes someone a good, like, content maker, what, who, who people like the most, a lot of that is in line with, like, how much they have to me. Like, you have outfits every day. You have the shoes. You have um, long-ass $500 hair. You have this, this, and that. And that starts to, like kind of like fuck you up when you're like i can't i could never be that because i don't even have the bread yeah because you're kind of seeing somebody else's happiness again you're seeing the product of whatever they're going through or whatever's going on you don't really see the struggle but my thing is how what does it matter like what does it matter to what you put on social media Hmm? like what is what is social media what's the expectation for social media for you i think that's what it kind of uh breaks down to is like what do you want to use social media for how does social media affects you and influence your life in the best way yeah i feel like i use it that way but then i like witness other people like that's where the oversaturation shit annoys me because i'm like you're clearly being something you're not or like i see you trying to do something and i guess it's like some people do market themselves but now it seems like everyone is a brand everyone is a product of some sort we for sure are literally and that's literally how it is you make money off of podcasts and videos and just you sure. living your life now so but I it's hard like, to like differentiate but i think money is something i've been thinking about as it relates yeah. to just like i had realized social media a lesson i had uh kind of learned um maybe subconsciously i would say um after i got to college right i had didn't really have that many shoes didn't have really had that many clothes but i've always been into like shoes and video games um, and like technology and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so once I got to college and I had this little, you know, I had this little refund check. Let me go uh, pop it on something. And I had bought a whole bunch of things where I'm like, oh, if I had this, I would do this. I would, I would get right here, and this would be fun to do this. And then I realized, I swear to God, like, and it, it had, and then I didn't realize it had started kind of in high school. So in high school, I used to have uh, the Metro PCS. Niggas got a phone for like sixty dollars. You know I had right? I had Metro PCS. Yeah, I had text, cricket text at a point in time. <laughs> yeah, like, and people used to make fun of me because when you took screenshots, you see cricket in the corner. And I'm I like, fuck, like <laughs> I'm able to text and call. That's all I need. Um, at the end of the day, however, I was like, bro, I would be way more active if I had a better camera. So then I got a better camera. And after that, I was like, bro, I really don't care about social media. I promise you, like, I don't care about posting. And so I didn't do that. So then I had started buying, like, when I got to school, like, I had started buying shoes and and video games. And, like, some of the video games I haven't never played. Like, never even put inside my PlayStation to play. Mm. And then I realized, I was like, bro, like, Instagram and, like, just your life in general should be exactly what you want it to be and no more. You shouldn't look at other people, what other people got and what other people have going on to try and build your life to that status only because it's just what you want like what you like literally I, i've been especially now i've been thinking like you just got to do things piece by piece little by little like hi like okay if i want to do more instagram like what do i want to do first mm-hmm. you can't just have like i can't just have this broad idea like what do i want to do first like or if i like if i really enjoy uh shoes i'm like okay i, I need an outfit to wear okay let's think about 
the shoes first. Let's okay. think about shoes. What shoes do I want? And then let's think about, okay, what, what color I'm going to get them to coordinate with whatever outfit. Am I going to get something new to wear them with? Or, you know what I mean? So it's like kind of breaking it down instead of kind of jumping to the end result. Um, and a lot of times, because you come to realize that it's like overrated. <laughs> a lot of things. Very like, like shit I got, I don't even. It just be overrated, um, which is unfortunate. Um, however, another thing that's unfortunate about it is these standards kind of, kind of have manipulated our generation in this weird way where we're, I feel like super soft. Like, sucky people. I don't like the people think, our generation. Bro, think about, think about cyber, We don't even have niggas anymore. Like, ugh. Like, think, no, think about cyberbullying, bro. <laughs> just, just think about the concept that like, somebody thinks that they can be fucking bullied on the internet. Like my thing is, you can be threatened. You can be okay. I was threatened on the internet. I consider that side. My thing, okay, okay. My thing is, why did you get threatened? Were you just threatened just be, just for being there, no. or did you say some crazy shit? I didn't say got, nothing crazy. I didn't say nothing. Did you crazy say some crazy shit? Crazy. Did you do some crazy shit? It was there was an issue. There was a whole like. Okay, so <laughs> you you wasn't threatened. You had retaliation. Don't okay, just say okay. threatened. Threatened is something. Yeah. That, oh, I feel like to, no. That's just that's retaliation making, can still be a threat. Like you telling me what you. It's not a threat. That's not a threat. My thing is like okay, I love alchemy. Why? Because everything must have equivalent exchange. If I do something, there's a uh, something of equal value that's going to happen to me and or a response to whatever I did. So don't act like this is a threat. A threat is something that's just unavoidable. Like look up the word threat. I feel like that'd be better, but. I feel like, bro, you have to, one, okay, so say if you're being bullied, like, oh, there's this gay kid. A statement of an intention to inflict pain, injury, damage, or other hostile actions. Okay, what's another? On someone in retribution for something done or not done. Um, Like synonyms? Is that what you just asked? No, like, multiple definitions. A person or thing likely to cause damage or or danger. But then it's like, that's kind of a stretch, though, like... Yeah. I get a threat. That makes sense. Okay, I, 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 I get that, but I feel like that's more like a threat is like, oh, you're threatening me and I can't, like, you're expecting me not to do something or you're trying to, like, get over on me. My thing is, it's different from retaliation where you did something to me, I, you finna get this work back. That's different. But that's just Oh, how you're I just operate. trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to differentiate. in the process. Where they, oh, they threaten. Because my thing a lot of times, like, words definitely have power and how you use those words kind of changes the meaning of what you're saying and so if, you, if it's different from you saying oh uh if you just say oh i was starting on the internet like that's cyberbullying rather than oh i had a conflict on online or i had a conflict in person and yeah, they, they got online and they threatened me that's a completely different thing yeah. than just oh i was starting to lie um but yeah so um yeah so where the fuck were we i forgot what i was gonna say what was i talking about i'm talking about um we're soft. Our generation. Oh yeah. Social media has bred a, a weird generation of people. Very, because we're so in tune. I think with we're not other cultured. I think we're like, like happy birthday posts and like my thing is I don't want to tell you happy birthday. I'm just gonna hit your phone like yo happy birthday. Actually, not that thing about it. I need to hit somebody. And I feel like you don't even <laughs> have to. Some people you. I, I don't care about mine. Birthdays. So I feel you shouldn't like, expect me to care about yours. It's like I will if that's. I always say um, I'm only doing it if I feel like that's what you want. Like if that's a need of yours as your friend, then okay, yeah. yeah. Like I know you favor that. Like that's what you. I I try. Like yeah. I can't say I will 
because I don't care about mine so much. Where like on my birthday this year, I literally took my uh, did you my little homie. You I literally took my little homie to the uh, the the vet. <laughs> like that's what I did for my birthday, and I did nothing else. Like I, I didn't care. Like it was just another day. They were like, "Oh yeah, we got an appointment on the seventeenth. What time?" Perfect. <laughs> it, I didn't even think about it as like a, okay. like a day that was special. However, like there's other people that find those things important, like just posting people on social media, like "Happy birthday!" And these are all our memories. See, and these but are people our... do it in like. But I'm like, I got that in my. I just head. want the like, attention I... thing, like. So I don't know, but it's whatever. That's just that's that's dumb to me. Only because, like, what does it really mean? Like, I, I guess it's documentation. I always want to. I always want to say I would still do Instagram if there was no likes, no numbers of who watched. Actually, no, I want to know what it is. No. I want to know who watches my shit just because I want to know who interacts with it. But like, I just want to document things. I feel like some people are really fiending, like really mm-hmm. want attention and. No, yeah, like their like getting a like is like, oh, I'm going straight to my picture right now to see who who liked it and how many I likes I got in this last. Like even yeah. if it's five every five minutes, some people really fiend off that type of stuff. But I think that also I'm bred like, oh well, I'm liked in this light and I have these opinions that people agree with and I've been showed love in this situation. So when they don't get showed love or when it's something that kind of That's conflicts with who they are, then they're like, oh, you're attacking me. You don't like who I am. And I'm like, bro, that's fucking life. Like, everything doesn't go your way. Everything is in your Instagram where you get likes for everything that you post. Mm-hmm. Everything is in um, your Twitter where you get to just say anything that you want. No, there's repercussions in real life. There's uh, people who's not going to like you in real life. There's other things outside of Instagram and social media that happens in the real world that people are kind of attracted from only because of social media. Like bullying, like being threatened online, if they never touched you, if they never said that stuff in person, like what do you have to worry about? Because I feel like people are so fixated on social media being the documentation of something real. Like right now, if you look up um, voice, voice alterations or voice... Um, voice modifications or whatever you say uh, voice yeah voice uh modifications or whatever you can they have programs where they're able to just take a whole bunch of words from mlk a whole bunch of words from uh jfk a whole bunch of per- words from people that died that they have documents on and just create whatever words they want and create like my thing is oh, the internet is all fabricated like- magazines that's all fake <laughs> like, yeah, my thing is all this stuff is fake oh you see a video of somebody hitting a uh Somebody in the purse, like there's all these trends and stuff that people are just copying. Like you don't know if they planned that. And now you just hit somebody yeah. in, the purse, in the purse, like for no reason. For what? Like my thing is that's just it's not real. And so again, this comes with like the oversaturation of one that stuff that's actually real. So they feel like, oh, if I seen it, then I can do it. You know what I'm saying? If I if they did it, then I can do it. Oh, that person doing that, I can do it. Um, as well, <laughs> that's so funny. I'm just listening to myself. That person saying that. doing that, I can do it. Uh, but. Um, yeah, but that's just simply not the real world that people are just so fixated. But let's move back to the cancel culture. There's also things that uh, I wanted to bring up. So I feel like we've kind of also moved away from this a little bit as uh, a place. I don't know if that's because we're getting softer or, or we're getting a little bit more knowledgeable about the effects of certain things. But like... There's like gangster shit and whole shit like that's the type of shit that needs to be canceled. Like when I say gangster shit, I'm talking about like, oh if like an, oh if a nigga mess with my girl, then I'm smacking that nigga off red blah blah blah. I'm killing that nigga dead. Like 
I'm just moving on. It's not that <laughs> oh, somebody stepping my shoe, bro. I'm, I'm beating everybody's ass in this party. Like, that's addressing like, like there's thousands, emotions there's, and like there's 45 people. Like, and a lot of times, like anchor comes from your uh, own um, what you call insecurities. it? insecurities. Yeah, your own insecurities, and it's really just you being so sad that you become angry, and that's the only way you know how to kind of like get that out is to convert it to anger but bro like that a lot of that stuff is unnecessary and that's not beneficial to you uh like it's gonna make you end up going to jail or some stupid shit or um you're just like perpetuating some shit that you know what I'm saying as black people at least i don't give a fuck about black people let's, let's just make that clear i'm gonna talk about black people i'm gonna fuck about everybody else perpetuating i'm talking about specifically gangster shit amongst black people because again like when when white people do gangster shit, when white people be stealing from uh, the government and having all these uh, organizations within uh, the government uh, under their pocket, like why Rico was created, um, that they don't really get in trouble, my nigga. Like the bigger ones get in trouble, but like white people use it. <laughs> like what? Like so, my thing is like that shit is not beneficial towards our people. Then also whole shit again back to. Social media creating this kind of persona that everybody wants to be. It's the same person that everybody's trying to be for some reason, whether that's a male or female version. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm supposed to look like this. My belly's supposed to look like this. My ass supposed to look like this. My hair is supposed to look like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about a, I'm talking about a woman. <laughs> Hopefully that's clear. But um, yeah, or I'm supposed to have this type of attitude. Like I don't give a fuck. Like or a nigga, I'm gonna propose to. It. Like there's all types of things that like people want to be this type of person that isn't ever helpful to you. Like yeah, everybody, there's so many differences in the world, and that would kind of make the world special. And everybody's kind of take away that difference to create this like one unified person on social media. It's just crazy. And my issue is like we all see that it's not beneficial. But we continue to perpetuate it or you don't like try to help other people like figure out who they are because the people who is like some people's like okay like, you doing your shit like this is not i'm not mad like this is like actually good content and then some people's like what are you doing like what are you like <laughs> and then the thing is like social media is so convoluted like that i can't even hit somebody up on their page and i'd be like bro i think you're dope where I can just I tell that. a woman or girl, doing that. a, a woman or a girl. guy, where I can just be like, hey, yo, you dope. Like, I just find whatever you're doing dope. Like, on no weird shit. But the thing is, I like, always preface and say, on oh, no weird shit, I just think you're, I like your content or you think know, you're cool or whatever. Then they think you're trying to fuck or they think you weird. I'll be like, nah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna continue just liking your shit from afar because I don't want to do that. But I've always just told myself, like, even with my social media, I'm working to do this. Like, I just want people on it that are really like, I feel comfortable around. Like, I don't want friends that I'm uncomfortable around. That's why people had to get cut off. Like, I shouldn't be yeah. around a friend or even a follower and feel like oh, I need I'm to be judged. away or I'm being judged or you're not getting me. Like, so. For sure. Um, do you want to talk about, oh, we already kind of talked about the Instagram baddies being dated, everybody. Yeah, shit is old. A whole inspiration date. That's a little <laughs> So, re- really quick. Um, so the whole inspiration date uh, is basically when you should stop being a hoe. First, let's uh, define hoe. What is a hoe? What makes a Do we want a mutual definition or are you just asking me? I'm just asking you because I feel like your definition should apply to both men and women. A hoe, I think, is just somebody who be fucking with a lot of people. And then what is a lot? 
Yeah, you have to. I guess I you feel like it's mainly like friend. I don't like people with fucking friend groups. Like it's just like over when you're oversaturated. You know when you're oversaturating something. Yes. So if you look at it, if we're looking at it from the community, and your your dick is or whatever your pussy whatever has oversaturated that, you're <laughs> oversaturated. If we're looking at a friend group and you've oversaturated that, you're for like, sure. too much of anything. Too much of anything is like <laughs> it's, it's bad. for for sure. It's like. Everybody has it. Oh, some people like sex more. Some people like this more. I love bread. But I can't sit <laughs> and eat bread all day. I can eat Texas toast literally for lunch <laughs> and dinner. But I can't eat that shit or I'm going to fucking blow the fuck up. It's going to be it's bad for you. Sitting by the, the, I'm basically, the I'm basically saying it's bad for you. Like Too much of anything is bad for you. And I feel like similar to you is like when you... When you had just have no regard for your body, your space, your energy, what you're giving to people and what you're receiving. I'm not talking about like sexually transmitting anything. I'm talking about energy, vibes, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Those are the things that are kind of being reciprocated through these interactions. Because it's not just, oh, I, we're just fucking, oh, we're just... Those things cause chemical <laughs> reactions. Those things called chemical reactions. Those things cause, damn... Uh, these words are being a little bit difficult today. Today felt like a big, a lot of big words. Yeah. Um, the, damn, I what I was saying. These, these things cause chemical reactions. Yeah. So having sex cause chemical reaction, which cause attachments, and again that oversaturation cause you to become numb. And uh, what's the word everybody uses when it comes to like violence and shit? Toxic. No, over not over perpetuated, over um, whatever. But yeah, like so, those things are just they end up becoming bad for you because you have no regard for the situation. You have no standards for that. And it's, I don't know. That's just that's just my personal opinion about what makes a hoe is when you do doing way too much. Let me just give the simplest definition. Now, be if you fucking more than one person in a week, two weeks, damn a week, more than one person in a week. That's just wild to me. But um, I've done it, but not like a bass. The thing is, like it's been no, no, done, no. but I, I, I felt weird. No, no, we're saying we're okay. We're saying things like there's some things that were even with the internet where oh, like I it's used to really be into Instagram. I used to really be into Instagram. Like I wanted all the followers. I don't give a fuck. Like I want as many followers as as possible and as little people that I'm following as possible. That's the ratio. Something <laughs> I used to really be into. Like I'm not saying that I didn't do some of this shit, but at some point I realized like. It's weird. My thing is like, there's been times where I've had sex with um, a few people in the same week, but at the same time, like, do I feel good doing that? Do I feel okay laying down with somebody else, like giving my energy, my emotions to somebody else every time? Or even if I'm being, even if I was a dick at some point, oh yeah, nah, like you already know what it was. Like, do I feel good just disregarding somebody else's emotions? You know what I mean? Like. To me personally, I don't like so that's why I don't do that no more. Um, and so this is me personally. Um, but the question comes when should you stop being a hoe? There's several, there's, I feel like there's several different phases, Kids. but I feel like the concrete cutoff age should probably be around like let's say 28. You know what I'm saying? Because you know saying you might just be getting out of college, and you might just be you know what I'm saying blossoming around 25. So let's just say 28. I'll, I'll give you 28. Uh, but for sure, when you have kids, um, if you have a decent job, um, now if you're immunocompromised, huh? I said now if you're immunocompromised, 
Just yeah. stop being a hoe. You said amino. Amino, amino compromise. Amuse is a fucking. You know what I'm saying? You might don't do it. Around. You don't want to get uh, sick. Yeah, that, yeah, especially especially now with asymptomatic and shit. Um, but yeah, that, that's just me personally because I'm tired. I swear to God, I'm tired of uh, getting on Instagram and I'm seeing. I see a girl. Uh, you know, beautiful, beautiful. Sometimes not, regardless of what it is. Uh, regardless of what's going on, um, she be twerking or whatever, and I click on the page. You know, so that's just me <laughs> twerking or whatever. You know, some dancing, pussy out, or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying, and me, I'm a curious person, so you I'm a click. Scroll, you know, I'm a I'm a click. You know what I mean? I, that's why I don't use um, the the timeline because I'm a click every person's page if you have an interesting picture, regardless of what it is. And so I click on it and. It's twerk video, you know what I'm saying? You outside with your dress on, posing, you know what I mean? And then your child. <laughs> and now I'm confused. That's happened to me before. <laughs> and, and now I'm legit confused. Why is this shit on the same page? <laughs> <laughs> and, bro, I'll be so confused. Like, you have a child. <laughs> like, you're certain things where you just can't, like, like look. What be getting me is when it be one mirror. And you should take a booty pick in that mirror and then she takes like a little selfie with her face. Your kid knows that mirror is scarred. Like that bitch got <laughs> memories that you over here inflicting on your, your child. child. I'm, just, I'm just tired of seeing shit like that where I'm like, bro. No, I'm tired that's, of... That, that's like, okay, real quick, I'm sorry. It's like ahead. me real quick. Um, that's like me being at Georgetown and then trying to act hard and shit. For what? <laughs> For what? With niggas that have been silver spoon fed their entire life, that got money, that have called the police on me, that, you know what I mean? For what? Like, what am I doing? Like, for what reason? So now you have responsibilities that you're just neglecting. Like, the same way that I have responsibilities that I can't do some stupid shit. Like, you have responsibilities that, you know what I mean, you should at least be putting into some type of perspective. But that's not everybody. That's just me. That's just how I think. What would you say? I want to say, I also feel like there's a hospiration date, and then I just would like a a whole start date. And this is accepting that you can be a hoe. And I don't think there's anything. Yeah, a whole start date. Cert- like, there's nothing majorly wrong with hoes. Just know some people don't want to be with someone who's a hoe. But, like, since TikTok has taken the wave, mm-hmm. I've, and now that I'm older, like, I feel like I don't look like a high schooler. Like, I can see that there's be like, you're an adult and you're a high schooler, you're a middle schooler, you're an elementary schooler. Like, no, I still some of these uh, kids between that, but I feel you. Some of these kids be in little booty shorts and like just these outfits, and I'm like, you're in middle school making this TikTok, and I get it's a TikTok, but you know what you're doing, like. And I'm not, and like you, like you said, There's like no I participated, like I did show, in middle school. I made twerking videos. I yeah. <laughs> I did all that, but like in retrospect, that's definitely. I think it's just a little weird. Like I like, I like, I think that. Young kids can interact and like you could be sexual, you could be a hoe, whatever. But like when you start posting it, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just like you, you, you gotta explore. I'm not because my thing is like I was having this conversation with my cousin where he, he's like he's a little he's young he's young young twelve um, yeah like twelve thirteen he's uh, just he's finna turn fourteen this year and so he's finna go to high school right and he was like oh these chicks beyond me blah blah blah. Which is understandable, you know what I'm saying? We some sexy niggas in my family. So I, I can't be mad. And so I'm like, I right, word, word, word. He's like, yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying? This one girl, she be trying to whatever, whatever. And I'm like, 
So, so I had went to uh, his mom and I was like, yo, like, I was like, you should get him condoms. She's like, oh yeah, can I get some condoms? And my thing is like, look, I'm not endorsing him fucking at 13, 14, you know, that's not what I'm saying. I lost, I lost my shit in high school. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying anybody fucking in middle school. That's okay. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is, as you've been there, I've been there where shit is moving way too quick. Uh-huh. I, and sometimes it, it doesn't matter. Like, and it's much faster now. Like, much faster where shit's going on. Then you have, like, oh, I'm supposed to act like this. Oh, they go. Like, if we thought it was bad when we were in school, yeah, you know like, what you were doing. I'm like thinking about what these kids are up to now, and I don't like, have damn. No like, she gonna, she gonna tell everybody else in the class. He's a pussy. <laughs> he's a bitch. And, and then my thing is, and you and you can like. You having these condoms and you having a conversation like, hey, yo, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't even be thinking about none of this. You need to be focused on this, this, and this. When you pull out the condom, I promise you, he's going he's gonna to feel that and realize that conversation. And he said, it's not for me. And he's going to be <laughs> like, damn. Like, it's going to be hard to get your dick hard when you're thinking about your mom or your aunt. Like, or your cousin. Like, that's all I'm saying. That's, that's all I'm saying. So my thing is, you got to look at the reality of the situation. Like, niggas, kids are growing up. Like, even when... I remember back in like eighth grade, eighth grade, my uh, guy cousin, his little brother was in fifth grade and he was fucking in fifth grade. And that was crazy to me. But when I moved to the South or in just even now in general, there's so many, bro, some of the shit that I've seen, like I've, I've clicked on, I've clicked on like uh, my cousin's page or even like uh, some of my cousin's friends or some of my uh, just like younger you, people. Yeah. It's just it just comes to my page, so comes to the explore. So I click on somebody's shit. It'd be some normal shit. It'd be some normal. Oh, I'm outside of school. It's all three of us in backpack with oversized clothes and shit. Next and thing, boom, they all turned around. I was like, <laughs> what? Whoa! Like, and I'm talking about this middle school. <laughs> I'm like, bro, they're wild. Like talking about, oh, I like a nigga that do this. I'm like, I I be feeling so gross that it's not even funny. Like, that I'm like, bro, like, what are y'all doing? Like, I would feel like cause my thing was as a kid, like, I ain't give a fuck. Like, I ain't give a fuck about how people felt, what people thought. I was like, I'm not fucking nothing. I'm always the one to get caught. So what we gonna do is we just not gonna fucking talk. I'm ready to have a kid. Eventually, I have folded. But that's how, like, my thing was, like, having a kid was so terrifying to me that I didn't give a fuck about I can see why. Pussy. I can definitely see. I didn't give a fuck about, like, I was like, I cannot have kids. Niggas that's trying to take me. care of themselves, like. Like, real life. That, that was just me. So, um, yeah, it, it's, that's just so weird how the generations now is just completely changed. Because, like, kind of getting into the topic of, like, high school versus middle school versus college or whatever. Um, in middle school, there was a few uh, females who was sucking and ducking. And yeah, um, there was a, there was some there was a few that was fucking like. Why do you say sucking and ducking? What's that? Is that just like it's, it's it means you're doing it in school? Yeah, you gotta like hide around. Yeah, like so you you were sucking dick, but then you like pretending like you wasn't a hoe. Oh. Like, there was like kind of like people coming out as a hoe and like you figuring out what a hoe is and like, yeah. what people are doing doing hoe things. Let's say that because like I don't. You're not Can a you hoe. be a hoe in middle school? Mm, I, I feel, feel like, like experience I feel like you calls have to for be, a hoe. Yeah, I feel like you have to be like, and also that's another criteria for being a hoe. You have to be at least twenty. Uh, you have to be at least eighteen. That's Around the whole 18, point. Like, yeah, you know, just, you know, I like I'm wild. Like I'm just in training. Sucking five dicks a week. Like, 
Like as a kid, that just sounds so gross. I was just so gross. Let's just stop. 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 Nobody, nobody, nobody in middle school sucking dick. It's not Please. acceptable. Uh, but like in middle school, like people were doing this. Like girl, every girl was talking about. Oh yeah, I'm a lesbian or whatever. Whatever the fuck they was talking about. Or I'm bisexual because they thought she was cute. And that was, again, the beginning of the internet. Everybody was supposed to be Without social whatever. media and internet, we would not be like this, literally. No. Nah, our parents would got, be up in our face. No, like, you got shit fucked up. You, you think it would be like talked, that? Like, I've talked to aunties and, and uncles. When I say... Because kids, like, you have to want to explore. I guess I don't have that generational conversation. But the thing is, they just didn't have the access. It's just so easy. easy now. Like, mm. you, you couldn't just send pictures of your pussy <laughs> in middle school. When you, in, in, like, in, like, 2001. In 2001, 2002, you couldn't do that. Like, in 1995, you couldn't do that. Just send put. I'm just talking about just send pussy out into the universe. You couldn't do that. Um, but now it's just so readily available. Porn, whatever you want to call it. All the access to these these resources about exploring yourself, this is so readily available that it's become it's become so nasty. <laughs> like that's all I gotta say about I it. I just feel like the world is moving too fast for it. So for sure, for sure, and it's just it's just a result. My bad. Excuse me. It's just a result of um, I feel like people don't really look at the repercussions. Of the things that we put into the world, like the internet, people were in. Excuse me. Um, with the internet, I heard this funny joke. This guy was like, "It's gonna be funny in about twenty years when we look at the internet. How people look at weed now. Um. People look. People was letting like, oh, you used to watch uh used to watch the news. Oh no, I watched it. Used to be on Twitter while you was pregnant. Like, what are you doing? Like you filling yourself up with stupid shit. You said shit. it's gonna get there. It's gonna get there where people are looking at like, oh, oh, I see. oh now you're smoking because people used to think smoking cigarettes is straight, smoking weed in front of your kids is straight, all these things that were negative, and then now we're looking at the consequences. We're of seeing. It. I see what you're saying. And so like, now we're like, time. we're gonna look at the internet like, damn, like we was really like focusing on what people thought on the internet <laughs> when niggas was inside their uh, basement with a mom beating a dick with a uh, bowl of spaghetti on their stomach, like. And this is what we was worried about. Like that's the type of shit that we gonna be thinking about later in life when we actually uh, get the data from how the internet has affected us and affected the world. Because now I think companies definitely have did these logistics, did this uh, these uh, analytics, and was like, okay, niggas are hooked to this shit. They like this shit, and they definitely no, like put sounds and and certain ads and stuff. So strategic, it's literally oh, for, so for sure. But um. Yeah, I, we had moved on to middle school. To high, we had completely skipped that topic, but fuck it, because I don't. I feel so because <laughs> like because the, the South is just different. Like the South has just been different with how people be getting down. Um, but okay, one last thing though is like the the international experience that I've kind of been in tune to being in college with like sex, drugs, uh, traveling, and education. Um, People in like London, people in Europe, people in like Russia, like one, the drinking ages are low in there. I think in like Russia is like 16 and Canada, it's yeah. like 16, I think. Uh, but they experience things longer, younger, sex and drugs and stuff like that. They're doing all these things younger and they're kind of like be more prepared, but they Learning. also have a better education system. 
education is freer. There are things that uh, their quality of lives are a little bit easier than ours that kind of promote a better or promote more responsibility and a better way of life that these things kind of don't get out of hand and I feel like they get out of hand here. But now that I think about it, because they're still like skinheads in Europe and these rays be different. Like niggas be thinking they Mexicans think they party. Black people think they party. But niggas that be going to raves and be going to mosh pits and be trying to just punch niggas. Like, I don't know if you know what a mosh pit is, but literally niggas just be uh, in a group, you know what I'm saying, dancing shit. The song come on and niggas just start swinging. That's what a mosh pit is? Yes. The swinging aspect. Like just swinging like. Oh, swing, like swing, I'm talking about literally, but they're like intentionally trying to hit somebody. <laughs> like, and then you're getting hit too. I'm like, what? You been? And you on ecstasy and shit? No, I haven't been in that. Uh-huh. I've been in like a normal rave with all that shit, but like in a mosh pit, no. Um, yeah, that shit just wild. Where it's kind of like, oh, well, they experience these things a little bit younger. They've been more in tune with who they are and, and their bodies or whatever. But they also have resources and things that are just better, better, better for them to kind of explore those things. Like, I can't send my kid to travel if they don't have the money and the resources to kind of take care of themselves. Even, like, consequences are not as, like, weighty at all. Yeah, like, I'm just thinking, system. even if I, like, have to go to the hospital, like... I'm not, I would never want to get fucked up, fucked up, because, like, that going to the hospital just seems, like, so much. Like, people be making it seem like it's so expensive. I'm like, I don't know how to process all this. No, I'd rather be, just not go. Yeah, it'd be expensive for no reason. Like, you never really think about it, like, as a kid and not really having responsibility. Just think, like, I was thinking the other day, I was like, bro, like, I went from not having to spend any money every month, like, the phone bills and stuff like that. Um, this is, like, in, like, Ninth grade, no phone bill, no internet, no, no, uh, no, what do you call it? Fucking streaming services, mm-hmm. uh, no subscriptions, There's no bills, no bills. Like, if I wanted something, I just, you know what I'm saying, went to somebody and they provided it for me, maybe, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then, I got a job, I was in like, in like 10th grade. Nigga got phone bills. Now it went from niggas having phone bill and okay, I gotta spend like you know since sixty dollars a month to pay for my phone. Cool to now I gotta pay like four hundred to six hundred dollars a month. Like what the? F- I'm like when I get in the real world when I get those top are like of the le- rent, those are your leisure bills. Like you leisure you to have those bills. Like like when when I owe niggas, but oh my god, <laughs> that's 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 the stress of the real world. But yeah, I just wanted to just discuss like. Just some of the differences that it kind of uh, there are between the United States, where we're supposed to be this immaculate country, and between other places that aren't as bad, but they have a little bit more of a handle on um, public affairs, public welfare. So uh, it's interesting. Yeah. So let's let's move on just real quickly because that was just, yeah. These <laughs> conversations have been. There's has been exhausting. <laughs> you know, we gotta we gotta have some way lighter shit next week. I promise <laughs> you. Because that was, that was just way too much for my mental. But let's just talk real quick about SpaceX. Uh, SpaceX is a company that's majority owned by Elon Musk. This is something that I uh, recently learned after doing a little bit of research um, on SpaceX. I had heard about it in the past, but I never really gave it much attention until recently. I guess they're supposed to do uh, some type of launch to the this ISS. SpaceX. 
Just think about that's, it. That's that's so fucking moving. But I promise you, bro. It's called SpaceX. Bro, the shit that's happened. This 2020 alone has really shown. Like this. Where are this, we? You can't make this shit up, bro. You cannot make this shit up. Like nigga, aliens are real. There's a virus that's mutating, and we don't know what the fuck going on. They're saying fuck that virus. They're just opening up shit, even though they know that it's killing nigga. They're like fuck it. Like we gotta open up the economy. Like huh. niggas, shit's just wild, bro. Um, niggas just dying. Niggas just all just. And then recently, like over the past like seven, eight years, niggas just dying on the internet just regularly. Like, at least once a month, you just see a nigga just get slaughtered on the internet. And they just get all wrong about, about the day. Just, yeah, next day. Just go wrong. Um, go about it for a week. But shit just, it's just crazy. But with Space, with Space, <laughs> I'm sorry. With SpaceX, though. Um, you can't take yourself so seriously now. Yeah. It's just, just SpaceX. What the fuck? Bro, like, it's just wild. All I had right. typed in SpaceX and I immediately went to their website, SpaceX.com. I'm like, that bitch ready. Um... <laughs> but um yeah so they're i guess they're going on a mission to the iss the international space station which is interesting i i be forgetting that things like that exist like because there's like an international government like, system there. Mm-hmm. but i feel like none of that shit ever matters until it matters like until they bring it up in some context it always matters but we will never know that information like, I think Interpol, that's a thing, right? Like, in the international police or, like, international, like, intelligence or whatever. Like, just imagine all the shit that the CIA and that. Like, they're all up to stuff, but and we that, don't know. And that know. brings us to, fuck, there it is. Private versus public information gathering. Like, they only provide us with so much information. The thing is, we can't take in all the information in the world, obviously. But to a specific location, like, okay, I should know, be able to, if I search... Okay, what is the FBI most recent cases? They ain't got to give us the most detail, but they should give us like maybe past cases or uh, their goals and shit. Like, like they, they should give us they some information. Grind. I just know they're up to some grimy shit. Because like. if you're not telling, if you're not telling, oh, this, is, this, is, this is sensitive information. <laughs> what is, is this sensitive for you <laughs> or sensitive for me? Like, what what is the sensitive we're talking about? And so I feel like companies like SpaceX, they're providing the opportunity for NASA. NASA hasn't been able to go to the uh, back to space, like with people. I didn't know that. I was just they assuming that niggas, niggas was going back and forth. <laughs> no, they haven't been, niggas haven't been back to the moon since the moon landing, my nigga. I thought it was like, oh my god, we know how to do it. Like they be doing this shit often. <laughs> no, Fatima, they don't. <laughs> They don't tell us shit, bro. And the thing is, like, with things regarding space and discovering new stuff, it's not public information until they want it to be public information, which is so scary. That's super scary. Um, And a company like SpaceX, this is, I assume, I'm assuming a private company. They obviously have some type of public relation because Uh they sell things and they provide some type of service i assume i didn't do <laughs> as much research they might not it might be like a literally a just tech, a space like a tech space yeah like literally like nasa like nasa ain't selling shit they may say it was t-shirts maybe or some stupid shit but it may but just be like even, i don't even think nasa sells those things though i feel like the smithsonian or like yeah it's probably the government just the brand, but yeah they, I, if it's a brand maybe they still get some type of cut it's maybe still government shit um and but the government can't they can't receive payment for I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. Niggas be uh, 
And I just think rules are so like... So I feel like if there was a rule that like NASA or the government should not be able to just take money from a whole company and that company tell them what to do, basically. Bro, there I feel like they just no did it for permission. For what are the rules for police officers? You only know the phrase protect and serve. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, Fatima? My thing is there's no guidelines. Do. Okay, you have to operate within this. In other countries, there's specific guidelines. You can or cannot do this. If you do this, then you're, uh, what's the name? You're dismissed or whatever. Niggas, literally police officers when, um, in uh, Father Kent class, a police officer came and they was talking about once they start forming uh, police unions and police officer, uh, police stations or whatever, what happened was it wasn't like, OK, this is how you have to operate. They was like, OK, these are the rules. These are the laws that we have right now. And you are a government branch or not a government branch. You are a public government funded branch of the community. Mm-hmm. And you basically make your own laws. You make your own. They make their own like combat, like choke they holding. They make their own rules. They had to. They had to outlaw that because they didn't know they couldn't choke niggas the fuck out. They didn't know they couldn't choke they niggas. Said, That's out. what we thought we had to he's do. Put them out. Like what do you mean? they were like, he's firming. He's still moving. <laughs> yes. What do you mean? Oh, I shouldn't be laughing. I shouldn't be it's laughing. Fucked up. It just doesn't make but sense. The, but the rules to shit is just so ambiguous. Like there's no concrete rules where I can say, I right, what are the laws. What is NASA able to do or not able to do? You can't look that up. You can see some kind of guidelines, I guess. But I feel like if you, this is just to add, if you want to like look into it more, I think the best way to discover what uh, a framework of rules might be is Mm -hmm. to see what international, like, what are they accepting between each other internationally? Because at the end of the day, like, America is going to try to do what they want. But the only person checking America is the next, like, Big money maker, which is another nah, country. Nah, but America's that. not getting checked. Period. Yeah, niggas not. <laughs> niggas not. Oh, why am I shit tweaking? What? What's happening? It's just like so. I don't. But I'm like thinking like even if I had that information, like what would I do with it? I probably would just read it. <laughs> yeah, I would just read it and just be scared. <laughs> but um, so all these niggas can just do anything they want now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like just a, a company like that, again, this kind of goes to like, if you have money, then you have power. These niggas are helping NASA. The National Space Station, my nigga. Let's National take that back. I feel like NASA is helping them. I feel like no, that's, that's how, not you don't, the you don't case. think that's how set up? That's not how it's set up. You don't think he has more the power? Article I read, the article I read is they're sending NASA astronauts. I think that's their only contribution. Is that the yeah, so I'm saying like, if I'm Elon Musk and I'm like, honey, I want to make a fucking spaceship today. Mm-hmm. Let's call up NASA. I need some astronauts. Like, that's how I see it. Like, how it could have gone down. No, so, okay, so how I read it was... I didn't read the whole They're thing. helping NASA send... Two astronauts, I forget their names, to uh, the International Space Station, and it's going to take. They're going to either Just be two? there for five days, or uh, they either said five days or five months. And I'm like, I thought it was a whole team of people. No, it's just two. It's a whole team of people that work on. I'm like, let me tell you, <laughs> when it comes to like shit that regards any type of government, I'd be like, but we really don't know what the fuck be going on. You know, the FDA is a government regulated. Uh, the FDA? Yeah, that's that's a part of the government. Food a, and Drug Administration, yeah. That's a part of the government. You know, the FDA approved uh, cocaine to be inside Coca-Cola back in the day, right? Like, the FDA, like bro, I don't... like when, when, I, when you think about that, 
I'm like, no, I can't fuck with it. I can't fuck with the government. If the FDA has been just doing whatever fuck they want. Like, oh, yeah, this 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 uh, research shows this. And the research that they be putting out about certain things, they give and take what they want uh, to tell you, bro. That's all I'm saying. And so, um, fuck all the scary shit. Let's uh, get into some more fun shit. Would you go to another planet? Like, today, if they're like, okay, we have a plan to go to Mars, but... You need to go to... It's going to take us about 10 years to get there. Well, you have a new place to live. Would you go? And we'll pay you. And I'm me. Same yeah. person? <laughs> no, you're somebody else. Obviously, I'm just saying, yeah. like, if I was homeless, it might be another. I like, <laughs> might be thinking differently. But right now, no. <laughs> no I'm, I'm good. My thing is, I'm not going nowhere. It's <laughs> that uncertain, like. I need con- like I need a space station been there for like twenty years. You fuck around, just blow up randomly one day. <laughs> they don't say shit. Like they don't care. It's space. We didn't know. <laughs> uh, they no. They just send out like let's just say they send out like a thousand people, and we just never hear about it again. They just never bring it back up. We would forget. <laughs> we literally would forget. And it, then there, there might be like so <laughs> five people in the nation that specialize. Maybe like not even five. Yeah. Like one person in the nation that's a no, specialist. We lost communication. If <laughs> <laughs> you just say we lost communication, we can never know. Shit. If niggas just blew up. <laughs> it was space. No, we lost communication. <laughs> it went through some type of asteroid belt or some type of radiation where we just don't. What? Oh, I know. I see too many so you're telling me <laughs> that niggas are just lost. No. Um, and my thing is, like, I be seeing the movies and this spaceship is not, like, funny. it's not in the air now. Like, you, they've done it. Like, it's capable. Like, you're just no, building at this point. It's still point. in the air. I feel it's like they're building, though. Like, they it's started. The it's not the beginning. It's still in the air for you, It's not the beginning, the though. The thing is, you're moving through a vacuum. There's no, like, air or nothing to propel you but the field Oh, that you're you just have. saying, period. The unknown. Yeah, so it's so nothing moves you through. Like, if you're in space, you're just moved on whatever uh, momentum uh, so like that you started with. So say oh. if I, you just was thrown into space, you're going to continue moving at that exact speed unless you hit something or come into contact with something. There's nothing stopping you from moving in space. So if they shoot a rocket into space, the only thing propelling it in any directions or moving it is one, the inertia and the movement that was, it was already initially going in yeah. and the fuel that they have on to the get it there. Way. And then it has to get in the orbit or it's fucked. No, and yeah, it has to get in the or orbit of wherever it's at. And once it's there, Fatima, then they have to start building. So they still need oxygen on there. They still need fuel, the power, whatever plants, food, water they do need. Do they have to start building their way back? Or do they like come with it? What do you mean? Like, do you know? No, now they need enough fuel. If they want to come back, they need enough fuel to turn around and push themselves back. Yeah. That, no, that's, I, I couldn't. My thing is. I wouldn't do it though. It is what it, 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 is, what it is. It's, it's fun to think about in theory. It may not be in our lifetime. Maybe. It's, it's a lot of shit that's coming out where you'd be like, okay, okay. Um, but if you could go somewhere, where would you go? Like, would you want to go to a planet with, let's say, aliens? Or oh, just would you want to go to somewhere that I want to just go somewhere dumb. A place with nothing but waffles. <laughs> I, I want to go somewhere, like, dumb, beautiful. Like, just, like, a place. Like, I'm making this up, clearly. But, like, very just, like... Um, whatever wildlife in that place can like come up and it's just comfortable so like I just don't want to be uncomfortable like I don't want bugs like that like, like what's a giant bugs though? like could you imagine a giant ant I think I see also like with space again it's too much ignorance in a situation like I don't know what the capability like, that bug could be an alien 
because I feel like we put aliens on like a similar pedal, like anyone who's like any life form that is like similar to us, like yeah. in intelligence. So like, what if that bug is fucking intelligent and then boom, it's an alien? Like, yeah. It's no I, longer a bug. Like when I bring this shit back, people would be like, that's the ant. I'm like, no, that's my nigga. Like, have you seen uh, there's this episode of Rick and Morty where uh, Morty has uh, headphones on that like you can hear uh, animals speak. So he's like walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking <laughs> at squirrels. Look at this girl. He said, "Hey, is he looking at us? <laughs> hey, human, <laughs> human." And then they just start chasing him. He's like, "Morty, we have to go to another fucking universe." <laughs> you don't fuck with squirrels. <laughs> we only had two more times. <laughs> Bro, like, but would you like say if you went through like a I would interact parallel universe. But go ahead. Go I would ahead. say I would interact with aliens, though. Like, I would be a part of that process. Like, I, safely. Yeah. Like, I okay. think that'd be cool to figure like figure out how we have to communicate and then, like, what do what information do we even want to exchange? Yeah. Like, I could be trying to be like, are there more of you? And this nigga's like, we're here to kill you. Like, okay, okay. Okay, so this isn't... Okay, you can, you can fact check this because I know this is probably not right. Check. But it's very close. So our DNA... Is about ninety percent the same as a banana, and then with a monkey, we're about ninety-seven percent the same. So the three percent is what differentiates us from a monkey, intellectually wise. What'd you say about bananas? We're ninety percent. Our DNA is ninety percent as similar as bananas. Mm. Chicken, sixty percent. We're literally. Oh, you're sixty. More than sixty. <laughs> That's wild. More than, that's wild. That's though. A little that's different. So imagine if someone was just three percent smarter than us. So we're ninety six similar to them. You know how smart they would be in comparison to us? Because oh, a monkey, a little bit more. Because yeah. a monkey. Because think about it. Like a monkey can only do rudimentary things. I things basically a child can do. They can. They understand shapes. They understand a little that bit 4% about language. That four percent is really what makes us different. Yes. So, like, imagine like a another thing. The that next was, level, that's like another four percent different. Like, four, just say ten percent. Them niggas would be looking at us like, "Oh, you're fucking stupid." That's like I and always would, imagine that's like, and God. we put monkeys in cha- cages. Damn! <laughs> 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 like that. We put monkeys. In, we put all. We domesticated all this shit. <laughs> you talking about? I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna interact. gonna understand us. You know how this brings people to just thinking about like the universe and what exists, like. You ever think, nigga, what if you in a cage? They got you in this house. Yeah. You feel like you need to be here, but mm. you can be placed. Like the world. Like, you've never been in outer space. What if they're just watching? Shit. What if we're in a globe, a snow globe? And, like, when shit happens, it's just them shakes. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, fuck. Oh, these niggas tripping today. Let me just shake this shit up. These niggas just chilling. They nah. sprinkled Corona in this bitch. <laughs> they just sprinkled <laughs> That's so, how it got everywhere so fast. You think it's travel. Who the fuck is really going to China like that? I feel like I'm not thinking to go to China like no, niggas mad like communists. Business. And, and oh, a lot of exportation. Ex- exportation is uh, going Yeah. Um, I saw them start telling me. <laughs> they just sprinkled Corona around. They told me. I saw it. <laughs> they still think you fucking insane. Oh, shit. Fatima fucking lost it. Here she come. Hey. I <laughs> Said Corona. <laughs> okay, so who's talking about aliens already? So, do you think like aliens are real? You're talking about like how possibly bugs can be aliens. Some people think there's like lizard people that were aliens that come from the center of the earth. There was original people on earth. There's all types of theories about what aliens could be. What's yeah. interesting is like the Egyptian pyramids, they have 
Like, they understand, like, pulleys and levers and counterbalancing and stuff like that. A lot of that had to do with, like, how they put uh, bricks that were tons heavier than them uh, together. However, the perfection of the pyramid is aligned perfectly with the solar system. Like, certain pyramids are aligned perfectly. Like, when the, when the sun comes up, it aligns perfectly on the axis. Oh. And so... A lot of that perfection is a little bit unknown with how they were able to do that or how they were able to move certain things miles on miles. Like this rock was uh, originated thousands of miles away and then it's over here in this location mm-hmm. carved and in this weird position. It clearly wasn't made smaller, but back to no way. And, and, there's, got all, it and there's also uh, documentation, at least um, calligraphy, that is that, that kind of depicts... Let's say an astronaut, somebody with like a helmet on, some things that are similar to the the ideas of something coming from outer space or an alien, which is interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely believe. I feel like humans, we're super like pretentious and like we think we're the best. But I don't know, like I don't even know we need to call them aliens. I just feel like we could just be like life, intelligent life. No, see, now you're scared. You don't want to call me. Yeah. <laughs> You don't want to call them idiots no more. They listen. Why can't we do, can't be our friends? Shit. When, no, I, when I get the call, if I ever got, like, imagine you on your computer, right? All of a sudden, shit goes, <laughs> right? Then you just start here, like, and niggas just start talking to you, like, weird English. Like, look. This is your language that we know you understand. <laughs> you want to flip out? You need to go and do this. I'm moving. Um, I'm moving like. No, what if somebody just prayed? I gotta play. I'm gonna play that prank on you. You're not gonna remember. You're not gonna remember this. I promise you. Some shit gonna happen where you gonna really think you gonna have to do some shit. Oh, they told me to go get the peanut butter. They said wipe it underneath my el- in the creases of my elbows. <laughs> now I gotta walk around with my my fist on my face. They are saving. <laughs> we will save you if you have the peanut butter in your shit. Peanut butter has a certain antioxidant <laughs> that results in you being immune to the poison that we're feeling. I literally, I don't know what I would do. That's why, I, like, I'm such an anxious person. Like, I just think so many things can happen. If that's one of them, I literally cry on spot. Like, why me? Okay, okay, okay. But I do it. It seems fun to an extent. Okay, but okay, so. Okay, now let's think about the ocean. So the ocean is another thing that is kind of almost alien to us. There's a lot of things in the ocean we still don't understand as creatures. Um, there's certain points in the ocean that we have no, no information on. There's stuff that we found only dead, and the only reason we found it is because it's dead. Um, is it more of a like, depth thing or like a, just yes, the that, fact that it's a lot? Like, have we seen every ocean? If that makes sense? Like, have we, like... We seem like the surface we, of the majority uh, of all of them, most likely. Um, the thing is, the ocean is so vast, it makes up, what, how much percent? I feel like it's 70%. 70% mm-hmm. of our... 70% of the Earth? Like, that's the majority of the Earth, where the land mass is majority underneath the ground. And it goes so deep that we can't even go down there without being crushed or having lack of oxygen. Yeah, I was never a fan of, like... This is a sidebar I just brought up because you said getting crushed. I would always try to go to the bottom pool and I couldn't. I wasn't rocking with that. Why? Like, it just feels weird. Like you feel like I don't pressure like on the you? pressure on my like ears and like that area. Nah, there's been times. Now that I think about this, this is I do not recommend this at all. There was um I used to be I was gonna say a part of the military. I used to have a military ID. 
And we used to go to the military base to go swimming. So there was three feet. Where is you at? Five feet. It was in San Diego. Three feet, five feet, seven feet, 12 feet, 29 feet, which is a weird number. That is a but weird number. 29 feet, right? And so, and then literally in the pool, if you like looked in it, uh, it if you like went under, it was like, it wasn't like a straight cut off. It was like a ramp, which is kind of <clears throat> dangerous if you think about it, whatever. Um, so what I would do is I would dive off the board. They had a six foot diving board. Were you and big? Then it this is to just for my personal, my personal vision. Were you big at the time? Mm-hmm. Or were you I like average? Or were you a big boy? Nah, I've been <laughs> a big boy since like sixth grade, but this was... I, this, yeah, this is like doing it around like sixth grade, fifth grade, like middle school. You're at the diving board, school. you jump off. So, so we had to, so I have the diving board. So what I would literally try to do is I would jump off the diving board. I'm like, okay, I try to jump off the high one because if I want to touch the bottom of the pool, then I have to. But this is 29 feet. Like you're really trying to like propel your bitch ass in there. So I'm over here, whoosh, whoosh. And then once I can't be over here, trying to get back to the top. There's been times where I was literally like about to die. But I was so dedicated to try to touch the I've touched the bottom. Because you can't, like you were running like, oh my God. Like it's a countdown. You don't know when the end is. And you don't know. <laughs> like you just think you, you do. Because you would just black out. Go, yeah, you literally like just out like. And that's not, that's how passing out works. Like, like you just, you just, that's the point. You just, you just don't remember. Don't remember. Like, I'm like, I'm just gonna try to forget shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna try to. <laughs> you gonna be dead. You gonna wake up. You gonna wake up dead. I love that phrase. You gonna wake up dead. Like, no, that was one of the scariest things. Slash, like, I don't know how I felt, but exhilarating, maybe. I don't know. I, don't I get. Remember. I do get, so I get what though. you're saying. I just know that I felt like going down to the bottom and then trying to get back up. I just remember just huh. Like, I gotta get back. Have you ever been dive. um like scuba diving or like shit like that mm-hmm. in the water? I'm not. I, I want to do it. It seems fun. It sounds dope. I just can't really swim like that. Um, did I tell you that I'm going on a, a road trip? You you said it in more of a like this is the plan, but you didn't explain the specifics. Yeah, I don't really have any specifics. <laughs> really, we're just probably gonna try and go to Chicago or some shit. But um, that's all subject. Let's do this one. We're not gonna do the last subject because we're already two hours in. Um. Just one last thing, uh, Elon Musk's son's yeah, name. I was like, that has to be addressed. Like, we we got we got to we got to wrap this shit up. Um, yeah, so his son's name is super weird. People will be trying to be unique, or that nigga's like weird. If you look him in the face, there's something like. Let's off. pull up his picture. Like, there's something. If you look him, I've never looked him in look his him. eyes. There's something off. Like, there's certain people where you can tell, like, there's something not right. There's just something, and you like hear him talk, and like he talks kind of like this, where he always sounds like a little bit sad and dramatic <laughs> when he speaks about things. And it's kind of like inevitable, regardless of if it's going to happen. He speaks in this. He just keeps it going, and he never changes it. He never, like, bro, it's so weird. I'm, I'm like, this nigga alien y. <laughs> Let me stop. This nigga's probably listening. Um, but yeah, it's this, funny you said that in this picture, these two pictures. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, that. Um, have you ever had any extra uh, extraterrestrial experiences? Any outer body or weird? We can talk about. Let's talk about ghosts too. After I've this. always, I definitely believe in ghosts, but that's because I think African kids like, or not even Africans, but I'm just saying my like the cultures I learned, like the things I learned. Like one thing you learn when you're younger is that like a you can communicate with like the dead through water. 
like very it's, it's divination that's actually I, so i love the african diaspora go ahead um i was just gonna say when i was younger like around my dad died on the 31st of january so like i really just around then i just put out a cup of water and just like talk and mm. it meant something to me and i seen a shooting star and i just oh the one i was the other thing i was gonna say africans if you so when people are buried they bury you with the very specific perfume like your mm. perfume and like the people close to you know like because they was there so my mom will sometimes say like she smells this person's perfume or she smells perfume in the house mm. and then ask like did you spray something like and then nobody like said that they like mm. there's no reason for this scent to be in the house for and that's sure. like something she'll be like like a little skeptical about yeah, with sure. other two concrete like things I believe. I, I don't know if I told you this maybe on another episode or uh, off the podcast, but when something's like really weird to me, my eyes water. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but um, as a kid though, growing up, I've always had like kind of an affinity for like the strange or the outer body type experience. Like I was into like astral projection astral projection slash like lucid dreaming i think they're the same i thing. was into lucid dreaming i feel like they're the i like same, started to learn process. like how because i feel like when i looked it up when i was younger they always said like you need to figure out how to acknowledge you're in a dream and then you can just do some shit like you can yeah. try yeah and so i've uh i have went to like different stages of kind of both where <clears throat> I was trying to lucid dream for a while. Like, okay, this is how you lucid dream. There's different ways. There's like three different uh, techniques. There's one where you're like kind of like moving your body slightly, where it's like only a movement where you're not even really moving. You're just like pressing down on a gr- pressing down on a bed where you only know you're moving. Like literally. Oh, it's like once I'm in the dream. Like you feel me? Yeah. Tapping on you. Like it's barely like. You only know that you're tapping, and so you only focus on that little tap, that uh, little motion. Rather, it's like your toes slightly moving in the dream, right? No, 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 in real life. Oh. So this is before you go to sleep, and so you just try to focus only on that motion, regardless of what it is. Okay, I only want to. I I just I want to. They usually just say use your finger because, like, on your bed, you just tap. Um, you can like uh, move your stomach slightly. You can just only focus on your breathing, your stomach going up and down, like that motion, a motion that won't affect uh, your body thinking that you're asleep, right? A motion that will not make your like, so it makes your body think you're awake when you're actually asleep. So if you ever try to lucid dream, or even if you try to meditate, your body wants to move so bad. Mm-hmm. Like regardless, like you just you can be in the most comfortable position. Oh, this is how I always sleep. But if you just sit there, think with your eyes closed, you'll be like, your body, I gotta move, or my my body itch, or like I got I gotta scratch my head, or mm-hmm. I gotta scratch my nose, I gotta stretch or something. But if you just sit there through it, like then you go into like this weird kind of like hazy feeling stage where you're like start to focus not focus you start to like um you start to like kind of like vibrate like see vibrations in a way where you're like this just feels weird that's like, super interesting like my body was just like my nose was just itching a second vibrations. ago my legs wanted to like jump up out of my skin a second ago but now i'm just like so relaxed like and now i'm just so tranquil like where it's like i can see that I'm finna go into a dream or something. It's like colors slowly like come to your eyes. So like you that. have to oh, so that and form so, is like witnessing. It's like putting yourself in a position to be able to like witness yeah, the dream yeah, come about. Your body about. goes asleep, but your mind is still awake. That's what basically you lucid dreaming is, hmm. where your body thinks you're asleep and your your brain is. That good is asleep. for you? What lucid dreaming and stuff like that? Some in terms of like, easy, in terms of like, are you still getting rest? 
Yes, because your body's still asleep. It's just, it's kind of like the same way um, that, like, you go to sleep in class and you still hear everything. Yeah. Like, your mind is still awake. a lot. But you're like, oh, I just got all the rest of the world. I can, yeah. I can go on the rest of the day. It's kind of like that where um, you're, like, tricking your body into thinking that you're in, like, a sleep stage. But the same, it's kind of like a similar process when you try to astral project where you're sitting down and you focus is only on Is that putting one- yourself somewhere else? Yeah, it's kind of removing your mind from your body and traveling anywhere you want to, basically. And the thing about actually, have you effectively done this? Um, or almost like so. Interestingly enough, there's been I, I say they're the same thing because one, the processes are so similar that it's kind of weird that they're like separated. I think they're only been separated by like cultural uh, identification markers, where like oh, this is oh, like you named here. it that, and like yeah. So, <clears throat> so I'm gonna tell you about my experience. I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but um damn. No, I feel like you've mentioned it. So but not tell the story. This was middle nah I said middle school, high school, eleventh grade, tenth or eleventh grade. I was deep in my bag of like weird shit I was into. I was into like magic, I was into like creepy pastas, I was into like um actual projection size. Just just into like personal weird shit, right? So I was like, okay, <clears throat> after watching all these videos, having, having read all these instructions, after seeing all these di- this different information about trying to do this, let's try and do this, right? So they're like, okay, it's better to do it while you're about to go to sleep. Like, so your body's already about to go to sleep. You're already, like, rested. You're relaxed already. Um, the world is quiet or whatever. And you're able to focus a little bit better. After you have a little bit more practice with it, you can just like do it on command where you can just sit down and just... And some, and some people can. And it's pretty dope where some people can just sit the way back and just go right go right to sleep. Um, similar thing happens when you like have like concrete control of your sleep. But that's a different story. And so um, I'm laying down in bed. <clears throat> this is it's one, two in the morning. Um, and that's when I had a habit of uh, watching creepy bosses, But... That's different. And so Crazy Pasta, that sounds so familiar. What is that? They're just uh online scary stories. Like uh Slender Man and... I feel like I used to watch those. Yeah, they're, is it uh, a YouTube thing? Yeah, or a it's website? YouTube, it's a YouTube thing. You can Let me find throw them myself back. You can you can find them on forums, that Reddit, so on uh different platforms. I, I, some of them were on um MySpace. Like the few days that I have my speech. I just know for a fact that I've read. Like, I just am curious how yeah. I got to it. Like, you probably used to read them. Mm-hmm. So you can read them, like, online. I uh, used to listen to them before going to sleep. It was kind of like a story, like, uh, I imagined as I mm-hmm. went through it. Some of them that were, like, actually creepy, like, I would feel that. I was like, oh, that's fucking creepy. And that used to make me like, oh, that's dope that somebody was so descriptive. <laughs> to get me to that point. me, like, imagine that uh, level of creepiness. But, um, <laughs> so it's like 1 to 2 o'clock in the morning. <sighs> Time to go to sleep. So I'm laying down, right? And so I had tried... uh, I didn't try, like, the method where I'm, like, moving a little bit. I had tried the method where um, you focus on everything around you. You, So what you do is you start at the bottom of your feet or the top of the head, wherever you want to start. You can really start literally anywhere. But I started at the bottom of my feet. And I had slowly analyzed my body with my eyes closed. I analyzed my body, remembering what I'm wearing, remembering how I looked. Mm. And I'm over here focused, like, what do I look like? And you see my eyes watering, so you know I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> um, so I'm like, how do I look right now? What do-? So I slowly went up all the way 
to the top of my head. So mm-hmm. okay, now I'm concrete in my I got it concrete in my head. This is how I'm laying. This is how I look. This is the position I am on my bed. This is the position Just I am in my details, room. This details. is the position I am in my house. So then I started to flow out from my body to again my bed. I looked at my I, I analyzed my bed. This is how my bed looked. This is what's on my bed. This is this is how I imagine my bed right now. This is what it looks like in the dark. This is what it looks like during the day. I'm looking at just having my bed in my mind without any light, mm-hmm. without any uh, any exterior uh, just the bed. Just thinking about the bed. So then I move onto the floor, I move underneath the bed. I'm creating the environment. For myself, right? So I'm creating the bathroom to my right. I'm creating the TV in front of me, the dresser underneath the TV, the closet to my mm-hmm. left. Uh, Is it going into the? Are you room, like checking yourself, or you're just kind of like what exists exists, what I can't put there I can't. If that yeah. makes sense. So you so you're only focusing on trying to create the image. You're you're trying to first. Okay, so I had to skip a step. So first, you're supposed to just blank your mind, right? So you're just supposed to sit there. It's kind of like meditating where you're just like, okay, I'm trying to think about nothing. And so when something comes to your head, you just stop thinking about it. And you just try to create. Eliminate. Um, and I have a good habit of doing it now where I can just put a black square in my head. Mm-hmm. And I only see black. And empty. Oh, no. yeah. It's just empty. No Excuse words, me. no sound. And so I, so I did that first. And then I started creating everything around me. So then I'm laying there. And about... 15, 20 minutes go by, you know what I'm saying? I finally got everything and I'm over. Just continue thinking about everything, right? And so after that, you're supposed to try and get up while you're laying down. All right, got it. So so, so no, no. So then you're supposed to, like, literally, this is how they explain you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to literally try and get up. Like, try to, like, try to pull yourself out of your body. It's so wild, right? And so... You, so I'm laying there, right? But this okay, is all envisionment, like, or is that like this a more all, physical, like? No, you're supposed to like feel phys- feel like, yourself get up out of your body. Okay. Like you're supposed to literally like feel yourself separating from your body, right? And you literally, me at least in my experience, how I remember it, how I felt, like I remember everything about this moment. It felt like I was literally, literally pulling myself apart like i was pulling myself like i was raising up off my bed but i wasn't moving like my body i was conscious that my body was still but i was pulling myself out of my body in a way right and so i'm like bro this is crazy so i'm like so then i get up out of my body right so i get up and i'm almost completely standing up next to myself right and i haven't looked at myself right i haven't looked at myself i'm standing so you kind of just are focusing on like yeah so i'm just Focusing on trying. It's also to get weird up. that you're saying like I am standing up, knowing damn well you still laying in that bed. Like, I don't think no, the thing is, it's it's about it's about your mind. The power of the mind is just crazy, right? And so you you can have realization. It's all about realization of the situation, but focusing on what you choose to focus on. That's why the mind is so fucking powerful. It's crazy. And so I'm over here. So I stand up, right? I haven't looked at my body. And so then they say what happens is like. Now, just relax. You're just supposed to relax. And so, this is, the, this, is the, this is the scary part that made me jump up. So, they tell you, okay, so once you like, get relaxed and you're about to uh, get up, you're about to, like, start experiencing it. Because once you get up, like, everything goes black. And you're kind of just, like, you feel yourself laying down. Like, I was in this position where I was laying down, feet straight. Mm. Where I was standing up like that, right? And everything else, everything else was black, right? 
And so I'm standing up like that and like I'm kind of just like looking at myself standing up. It's so weird. So I'm like, so I'm laid down in the bed. And so I'm standing up. Phys- I feel like I'm standing up physically. You feel like you're standing up. Physically. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at myself. With that physical standing, stance. Of like standing up. So it's like, so it's like that. And I'm like, that's so weird. So then. And it looked real, if that makes sense. Or it looked like it, you're imagining it, you're no, standing it there. It looked real. So what ended up happening was it was like blurry at first. It's super blurry. And then like light started to rush into your eyes like my eyes are burning right now so light started just flushing into me like just flowing into my face it's kind of like have you ever seen like uh, when they go through space mm-hmm. and it's like oh yeah. hyperspace all these colors flowing towards you fast while you're going that way so it's kind of like that where it's like a whole bunch of light just start flooding towards me so i'm not looking at myself no more i'm just looking at all this light, light coming towards me like different colors and stuff and then they say what's going to happen is it's going to sound like it's gonna be some random sound. You're not gonna be able to say what it was. You're not gonna be able to describe it, but kind of, de- kind of describe it to you. It's like a train running towards you. Like a so literally, it, it was just this loud ass sound, like getting louder, like uh, like getting really loud coming to. I'm in my room by myself, right? You see, I'm so serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm so serious, like, and so this is like this weird. So. It's like a whole bunch of light coming towards me. The sound getting louder as like more and more light start. And I'm starting to see things. I'm starting to like see the room and I'm starting to see things around me coming closer. But this sound, I'm only focusing on this sound. I now. think that would have taken me it out. Because <laughs> it looks like, it feels like something's about to hit me. It feels like, why is this sound getting louder as all this is like becoming clearer? Right and like it's like uh, as soon as it like got as loud as I remember it like and it was loud like it was in my face about to hit me like a train about to hit me and I just snapped it out of bed and I was like that was wild and I haven't been able to do it and I think it's because you've tried though I've and I've tried since then and I think it's literally because I'm worried about like that sound because it's just gonna take you out like, it just right? like no it's just it was just so. It was just so sudden and like so vivid, like they described it so perfectly that I was just like, "That's wild!" And so ever since then, like every time I try to do it, I either go to sleep or I end up just staying up all night. Like I end up staying up for like two, three hours trying to do it. So it's been so. Well, look, we're gonna end the podcast there. That was a good little fun little story about astral projection, or whatever. Uh, it was a great episode today. Um, a little longer than I was hoping it was gonna be, but here we are. All right, do. Tschüss. <laughs>